This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. We good. We good. Fail. R-A-Q. Been a couple years since a nigga got put it on. Say a boy stop, he out here, he gone It ain't much that you do that I can't do for me I already got my team, I tell him we good We good, we good, we good I'm that nigga from the hood, I tell him we good We good, we good, we good We good, we good, we good You wasn't there when we needed your help, so we good Myself, now we good. Sorry, my nigga can't buy what you selling. We good. I heard that my ex asked him about me, just tell him we good. Uh, putting some goose inside of my cup and some OG inside of B Wood. Uh, blowing on hookah. Some good girls is here, but I swear they not here to be good. Uh, that boy from Brooklyn, they want what he cooking. They heard that his recipe good. Uh, horoscope say that we bad for each other, but the sex will be good. Get with this Scorpio. I'm getting more Fritos. They getting chips, but I'm getting Doritos. About to get more Cheetos. I get you wet, had you busting like torpedoes. You can't take time, you trying to fall, Pito. She said, We good, nigga, you trying to kill me. I'm trying to make sure you good, do you feel me? Not call that nigga and tell I think I might have just figured out why Fab albums probably be hurting a little bit more than they be hitting. Fab need great hooks. Like, he needs great, all his, like, greatest songs. And then the Young OG Project, which I'm going to say is his best album. All great hooks, nigga. Everything he's, Nate Dogg, Lil Mo, Rich Homie Quan, whoever the fuck. That Mike Shorey nigga that was on the one song, dog. Like, when Fab got a good hook, he got a hit. If the hook ain't there, he's suffering, dog. When the last time Fab put out an actual album, though? Because he don't put out albums. Are we counting them, uh... Them um summertime summertime show? they was on Apple Music one day. I don't know. I don't I've, like them shit. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of either one. Um, but if that's the case, then yeah, I think yep, both of those was on uh Apple Music. So gotta count them, dog. And neither one of them was that good. So sorry. I know people love that shit though. That's a fab, straight. That's a fab fan thing. I mean, I know the the artwork was cool. I know a nigga in New York who got the artwork tatted on him. The summertime shootout art. I was like, all right, bro, you doing a lot. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week in culture episode 182. I am your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad Ant, aka 40 ounce poppy, and I got my dog with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. In this week in culture, we bring y'all the episode nine review of Raising Canaan on Stars. Before we get to that, though, fuck all the bullshit for a minute. Gotta say rest in peace to the homie A.J. Johnson, man. 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 Uh, a lot of y'all might know him from any of his 30-plus films and 40-plus TV shows he's been a part of, man. But uh, starting in Friday, Players Club. I got the hookup. I got the hookup one and two. How to be a player. You can go on and on and on with all the accolades and all the filmography, man. But uh, 
said that in the report, his nephew found him lying lifeless in a store earlier this month. Mm. That's how it was reported today. They found him earlier this month lying in a store, lifeless, took him to the hospital, said he was pronounced DOA when he got to the hospital in L.A. That's wild. Bro. Considering how we was introduced to him. Yeah. To the world. Yeah. Was him laying on the, in the, in the store. On Friday. Yeah, man. Um, Did you ever see his Vlad interview? Uh, pieces of it. Yeah, man. Now, always. I look at a lot of niggas funny. When you get like certain story, and I, I never judge because I don't. If I don't got both parts of the story, I'm never gonna get my my full opinion. But like the part of the Vlad interview where he talking about how Q wouldn't let him be a part of next Friday and shit, yeah. it's like dog. It just it because eh. you be hearing a lot about these niggas' business dealings who we consider legends and shit. And Cube's a legend, no doubt. But it's like, damn man. I did hear the other part of that story, which. Okay. Which both of them sound like they both were telling the truth. Okay. I can see why both would feel that same way. Like, no, nigga, that's not what happened. This is what happened. And they both told a a different version of the same story, but I can tell how they, if you push those together, how you can see the full. Got you. Got you. Matter of fact, Ice Cube said it. Okay. (laughs) He was like, no, this would happen. And I'm like, I can see how both people can think both people was. See, never me never seeing Q part, I always just looked at it like, man, you know, you brought everybody back other than Mike Epps. Oh, I'm sorry, pardon me, Chris Tucker. The whole first Friday cast was back in next Friday. So it was like, why not, Ezel? You even brought Stanley back, the neighbor. Why not continue bringing him back? But I ain't never seen Cube's part, so I'm going to look that up, see what's, uh, what's going on. But um, rest in peace, man. Uh. That's two episodes in a row. We rest in peace and some legends in their own right, man. Because um, outside of the movies, uh, AJ Johnson was a comedian for a very long time, all the way back to your comic views, your Def Jams, mm-hmm. all the the old early '90s shit, man. He put in his work. He definitely deserved his flowers. Shout out to Cheyenne who actually gave him his flowers on Twitter like two weeks ago. Wow. She literally just posted like, "Yo." We just need to give flowers to AJ Johnson for all the shit he's done in all these black movies. Nigga, like he's been a part of any and everything you could think of. And yeah, man. Uh tragic, tragic news. No matter what happened, hate to hear that, man. So rest in peace to the LA legend. Uh, what else going on in the world? You watched the Emmys, the primetime Emmys? Not at all. <laughs> they had a they had a fuss because nobody black won for acting. It was a couple black winners, but nobody won for acting. So then they but start doing won, that. Though? The black winners? No, but what won those categories? Oh. Because sometimes their shit is not better. Well, they start throwing the Emmy So White hashtag on Twitter last night. And I was like, yo, when the when the Grammys did the Grammy So White, in the following year, the Grammys was damn near all black. It looked like the fucking BET Awards at that bitch the following year. Then we was like, oh, they pandering. I'm just saying, like, like, I get it, right? Yeah. But like, just because I like something, I don't mean everybody else got to like it. I yeah. say Still Maddox is my favorite album. A nigga argue me like, yo, that shit trash. Yeah. That's what I like, right? So I understand that we like certain, certain shit is just clear cut. Like there's no fucking way to insert person here. Yeah, yeah. Acted better than Denzel in this particular. Some shit is clear cut. And other things is like, You've never even seen other things. That's why I want to know, like, who So who that'd won? be my part right there. Um, you've never even seen the other thing. 
most of the niggas I know who get mad at shit like this have never given the other thing a chance. 90% because the other thing is white. Facts. Like, you don't Nigga. watch that shit because it's white, and white people don't watch this shit because it's black, and there's more of them than us. Let's just, it's simple math. And that's it, bro. Like, if you cannot fuck with it, because it's white. Because it's we white. can keep it real. But here's the thing, though. What do, I guess, when do we get satisfied, right? Because there were black winners last night. It just wasn't for acting. Some directing, it was some writing, it was some costume shit. We wasn't happy with that. There were a ton of black nominees for acting. Just didn't pull the win. We wasn't happy with that. If we go out there and win too much, we Did say... Did black shit come out last year? Uh, Emmy's TV, primetime TV show. I mean, eh. was Insecure out? Insecure was out, yeah. Uh, oh. Issa had a nomination for acting. Uh, you're like the best actor. Yeah, yeah. And that's, <laughs> like, so look, so I when love I... the story. Bro, and the writing and it, like, it's not like, yo. Fam, that's not, one of, not specifically, granted, that's one of the categories. I was like... Now, granted, like, there were some scenes where they sat in some scenes and was like, yo, this episode here yeah. is great. But like, yeah, I mean... Like Dog. I seen like um Mayor of Easttown yeah. won a bunch. Yeah. Yo, that shit. Damn, that was a phenomenal show. <laughs> Yo, that shit was, that was like, phenomenal. And hold up. That was phenomenal acting. Like that shit was like by everybody across the board. Nigga, Roy from the office kept me and Jay Theory that everybody on the office is cold, nigga. Like in real life. That's the wire shit. Them <laughs> Yo, the office was the wire, dog. But real shit. The hey, speaking of the wire. White wire? Speaking of the wire, because yes, to that, we about to get into that. Um, before the Ravens game last night, they played Omar Whistle. I heard. Salute to that. Salute to that. That's fucking major, dog. Like, yo, you know, you know who won the wire, dog? Who that? Slim Charles. Facts. That nigga went from a pawn, yeah, to the king, to literally the only nigga on the board. <laughs> he was meeting with the um, whatever the the big dogs, yeah, the connects. He went from literally yeah. muscle from Avon and them niggas all the way up and always gave good advice. I watched yeah. a video on YouTube earlier today. And I was like, yo. First it was uh D breaking down the the the, the chessboard. Uh-huh. All them pawns, whatever. And like, I'm like, yo, this nigga actually won. Yo. Um, and he from there. So salute. <laughs> like, big salute, man. Uh, but no, with that, back to that Emmy shit for a minute, man. I feel like I don't know when we'll really fucking be satisfied with any of that shit. Real talk. Black people won't be satisfied until white people praise them publicly. But then it's like when white people praise us publicly, we call it overpraise. Like, hey, literally the year after Oscars So White, it was the blackest Oscars in the fucking world. Lil Baby was at that shit. Young Thug was at that shit. They was bringing everybody black to that. And then it was like, oh, y'all doing too much. Nah. Anthony Anderson laid it on thick with them black jokes. We hot sauce and chicken. Yeah. Like, all right, my nigga. And it's like, you know, again, and but look, even to that, when we do when when we over black it, yeah, I don't like that. Cause just be the fuck regular, dog. Like this the answer. Run y'all program. Just how y'all run it every year. And then just give black content the win when it deserves the win. Mm. Then no one says y'all cooning. No one says Oscar's so white. Yeah. And then guess what? If your favorite shit don't win, yeah. go look at what won. But then, and also that, um, so like I used to do a thing. I've actually been doing this since I was in about high school. When the Grammys would, or I'm sorry, when the Oscars would come out, whatever the like four or five movies nominated for best picture, I would go see them. 
most years these weren't black movies nigga, and they weren't probably even of interest to me but i'm like if they fucking nominated at the highest level of what we fucking consider i'm gonna go check them out nigga because i'm not biased in my movie going if the shit's good the shit's good bro that's why niggas be wanting to get nominated because they checks go up fam you know what I'm saying? Like Fam. when a director get nominated, that means everybody else is about to go rent, we getting paid download, now. And, and and watch my movie again. Fam, Lil Rel, it was that story uh, when he did Get Out, most of his money was on the back end. Yeah. It was depending on the fucking sale, but not even just uh, movie ticket theater sales, DVD shit. Most of his yeah. shit leaned on DVD sales. The shit came out on DVD after it got announced that Jordan Peele got a fucking uh, Oscar nomination for it. Come on, man. Then he won the Oscar. I bought the shit. I bought the shit. Lil Rel got paid, nigga. <laughs> like it's it's levels to even being nominated, man. Like being there, and I know it's not a fucking oh, we just it's like a, a consolation prize just to get nominated. You got to see what what's the I wonder what the, what the pull up the list. Is. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, I know Ted Lasso won a bunch. Ted of Lasso shit. won some shit because I saw my nigga Jason Sudeikis out there, but that's a funny show. I've still never watched it. But yeah, I, but like it's apparently it's, it's like the shit. Matter of fact, it's getting picked up in syndication. Oh wow! Did and, not know and, that. And, no, let me take that back. It's going to DVD. Okay. That's the first Apple um show that's you're gonna be able to purchase outside of Apple. So that, that's going to DVD, like box set shit. Okay, let's start with uh Outstanding Lead Actor in a limited series or TV movie. Okay. Start with somebody who was black, Leslie Odom Jr. We like Leslie Odom. This is for Hamilton, but we liked him in uh One Night in Miami. That was Sam Cook. Oh, okay. Sam Cook. Um another dude from Hamilton. Hugh Grant from The Undoing, another phenomenal fucking show. Paul Bettany from WandaVision. Who the fuck is Paul Bettany on WandaVision? He must have been. Gotta um, be. Uh, Vision. Vision, yeah. The winner was Ewan McGregor for some show called Halston that I've never even heard of. I'm not mad at it because if he beat out them it. niggas, guess what? It's a couple dog ass white performers in there. If he beat them, he must be fucking Halston. doing great. Never heard of Halston, but guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go look at it now. Um, I can think I can make myself heard of it. You know how you be like, yeah, yeah. have I heard have of it? Have I seen that shit? Or am I making this shit up in my brain? Outstanding lead actress in a limited series or TV movie. Um, Michaela Cole, I May Destroy You on HBO. She black. I heard that shit was wild. It was a, it, it was a wild show. It starts off really heard, good, heard, and then the, when it go left, it go really left. I got. I never watched the show, yeah. but uh, somebody I still contacted from broke all the shit down for yeah. me, and I was like, yo. I'm oh, no. Saying that out loud to a human <laughs> is nothing. You'll go to fucking prison. I was prison. like, what? <laughs> no, no. I would like, never no, tell you what like, they were no, doing no, on that show. It's not, it's not for no, me. No, no. But um, no, I watched it. Was, it was entertaining. Um. It just some of the lefts were like really fucking far left, but she won a a writing Oscar or uh, Emmy last night. But for best actress, she got nominated. Cynthia Erivo, another black person, got nominated for the Aretha show that was on. What was that like Annie earlier in the year? Oh, I didn't watch that. Shit. I, I watched like two episodes. wasn't really hidden. But fuck all who got nom. Old girl from Queens Gambit, another great show on Netflix. She got nominated. The winner was Kate Winslet from Mayor of Easttown. Like, I'm not mad at that, bro. Hey, yo, Kate got away that shit. Kate <laughs> granted, bodied Mayor of Easttown, nah, dog. I, I mean, I didn't see the other shit, but like, yo, this that, that shit was like... Bro, she bodied Mayor of Easttown. Uh, Evan Peters, who was the 
You remember in Mayor of Easttown, he was the detective that came in to help her out, and they ended up liking each other? Yeah, man. He got a, a supporting actor Emmy last night. Bro, how they did my man. Bro, why they do? And uh, shocking, nigga, because I jumped when it happened. Like, oh, shit. He got one last night. Um, He got to get one just for going out like Guess that. what? Her mama got one last night. Everybody on Mayor of Easttown could have got one last night if we keeping it a buck. Um, Jason Sudeikis, Gene Smart. Look, nobody black will be named if I read off all the winners. But I'm also just saying, like, some of this shit, you got to give, like, yo, that was a better performance. Or if not better, because who the fuck am I? It was a deserving performance. I think that's the bottom line. Like, we can't be mad at everything, yo. Like, eh, whatever. Um, and then some people create content for different reasons. Facts. Like, I might put a movie out or a series out, and my whole series wasn't to be the best dramatic performance ever. Like, no, yeah. I wanted to get this idea out, and I thought this shit was really funny. Yeah. Like, I'm using this because it's the last night. Taylor Lasso not about to grab no fucking acting award. Fam. Now, what if that was a dramatic series? Yeah, that's literally but comedy, bro. Right? What if I don't want to do comedy? What if I want to do some? I don't know, man. Dog. I, do y'all, I don't know. Y'all watch TV like that? Because here's, because what I also see is these niggas post statuses like, when do y'all find time to watch TV and da 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 da? I'm just saying, because y'all been trying to have some. I don't care. Some of y'all been telling me how good. I'll be on the tweets. Y'all been telling <laughs> me how good Power was, not this one, and how good the shot was. I'm like, y'all can't judge the Emmys if you telling me how great the shot was these last yeah. two seasons, because that shit was trash. Extra trash, dog. Uh, like I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I wonder how I get on the board. How can I vote? I would like to vote. I feel like we've done enough work to be considered. Like at least ask us, dog. And we watch white shit all the time. Like, come the on, bro. This, I agree with some of these winners. Come on, bro. Mayor of Easttown. Um, if you was on Mayor of Easttown and won something last night, I'm not arguing. Nicole Kidman, we just said. Uh, the Undoing. The un that, that was she great man. fucking TV, dog. She I'm low-key mad looking through this bitch wondering where uh, I seen somebody. Your say, honor is, nigga. No, your Hey, yo, give everybody a fucking award. Fuck is your honor at, nigga? Because I'm still, that little fake Joe Pesci nigga in there deserve a fucking award. He scared yeah. shit out of me, yo, dog. Your honor is like, yo. That's. Top two when it's not two I heard on somebody, my shows well, for this year. Bro. Yeah, I heard, so, I heard it's only one person who said that shit wasn't good. Um, I've seen somebody. Should say, I say her name on the fucking <laughs> air? Because she still makes me mad when she says that shit. I seen somebody said that you, you watched Clickbait, did you? Absolutely. I seen somebody say Clickbait wasn't that good. They couldn't get into it. Get the fuck out of here, dog. It was in the, on the this week in culture. Oh, oh yeah. Name, oh yeah. Oh, and, oh. and it's blocked again. Yo, because I'm I'm seeing a lot of people hit me. Like, yo, Ant, you should post. No, the fuck I shouldn't. Because according to Facebook, I can't for another 24 days. So I'm suspended from Facebook. Um, Apparently. Y'all can post, though. Yeah, y'all can. Y'all post. Y'all don't need me to post. Y'all don't need me to do much. But apparently, I, me, Ant, cannot string together the word sell drugs. <laughs> when talking about Michael K. Williams, rest in peace. Um, oh, man. Because they was talking about, you know, oh, we got to arrest the dealers. <laughs> Who gave him the drugs? Like, we got to trace that back. And I'm like, fam. First of all, no, you don't. And, <laughs> like, if you do, and <laughs> the little Mexican nigga who sold the nigga who sold him the drugs sitting at the crib. Like, I, oh, they I got dog. I just don't believe that if you sold somebody. Listen, I don't know what kind of um, situations you or your loved ones have been in. But I don't think that the person who sold a person drugs, if the drugs were bad, I don't think they should... 
they should be facing a murder. Yeah. This is a like no one forced you to buy the drugs. And I didn't know they was bad because I wouldn't have sold them to you. Well, maybe I wouldn't have sold them to you. But like most people are not trying to kill their customers. So you don't think they should be like Nicole parents from Raising Canaan? No. <laughs> trying to get a nigga locked on a murder. <laughs> like, God damn. Like, dog. Your daughter stole the drugs, nigga. It was not her crack. Whatever, man. Like, people got, like, your fam, if they didn't buy the drugs from me, they was going to buy them somewhere. Like, facts. Facts. It's a part of the, it's a part of the game. This like snitching is a part of the game. When you can't be in the drug, you can't be in the drug game, and the nigga snitch on you, and you upset, as if you didn't know that was a part of the game that you got into. Yeah, you can't be mad on some shit that's the rules are baked in, and these are the rules, my nigga. Where the fuck, yo? I just had the um. Now you want to get your nigga for selling drugs? Fine, but for murder? Nah. Yeah, you murder, can't. Murder requires intent. You can't arrest me. For your reaction to the drugs I sold you. That's just not. That you asked me for. Yeah, that you bought from me. Like, you know, like have you ever seen drugs? Like, hey, hey, my man, don't you want to buy some drugs? Come on, no. What you mean, man, no? Let me buy some. Let me, let me sell you drugs. If I buy, uh, let's say, I don't know, some fruit from Target. I go there. I go to the little produce area. I buy some fresh pineapple. They be having it laid out there. And then I eat the shit. And I'm allergic to pineapple. And I have an allergic reaction and die at the crib. They, Are y'all suing Target? They 100% go try to sue Target. <laughs> For my, yeah. But that's the thing. Guess they who not try. going to fucking jail, though? Yeah, Target. Target. <laughs> Target is not going to prison. And here's the thing. Even if Target directly killed me, y'all leave Target alone, bro. <laughs> Don't ever sue my spot, dog. Um, what else? When did this happen to Target? <laughs> dog. Was it Target that got great or did everything else go down so much that we was like, Hey, your target ain't that bad. And then nah, it kind of went up. I think we realized after years of walking into stinky Myers and Walmarts, that target was kind of smooth, dog. Like they added groceries smooth as fuck. We ain't, they never even closed to put groceries in there. I don't even have bad experience in Myers. Walmart, I, give or take. I actually, I don't mind Myers. It's too big. Myers too big. I can't, when I go in Myers, it's like, all right, bro. Like Myers, one of them stores, you got to park on the side of the shit you getting. Yeah, for sure. I don't like having to do that. Like I'd like to park where I pull up to, man. But, um, huh. All right. What else going on in the world? Uh, new black and on Netflix. I forgot to read these off a couple weeks ago. So let's run through them real quick. Couple classics on this bitch house party one through three. Mm. Um, AJ Johnson in house party one and three go mm. support to God. Uh, do the right thing. Spike Lee. Still goat shit. Black Panther t-shirt in that movie. Facts. Um, Radio Raheem closed because of that movie. Uh, Love Don't Cost a Thing. The God Nick Cannon. Did he fuck with Christina Milian in real life? I, I kind of think so. <laughs> yeah, that movie was wild. Um, Nutty Professor 1 and 2. Yo, Nutty Professor aged so terrible. 2. 2 aged terribly. 1 is still my shit. Yeah, for sure. 2 was like... 2 was Janet Jackson? Yes. That was not good. I haven't I haven't watched it in so long, so I don't know. I watched one like a month ago. Shit was on TV. Um, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, a very underrated movie. So many people been talking about Roscoe Home. Re Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins since it dropped. Bro, it's so I've underrated. I've been seeing dog. tweets. I've been seeing like posts and comments. And Me and Shorty just watched it the other day. Shit, never seen it. I don't know where people was when that movie came out. but I don't remember seeing it when it first came out either. I saw Matter it with fact, my pops, but that's because that's what we do. I don't even know if I've watched the entire movie. Speaking of movies you ain't watched, uh, you seen Candyman yet? No. Like four people hit me and said, how the fuck y'all ain't going to review Candyman? 
Candyman. Right. Yo, they were so aggressive. <laughs> I was like, yo, um, right, excuse me, don't that. talk to me like that. I'll yo. go see it tomorrow. But here's the thing. I'm going to go see it again this week, uh, and we'll come back and give you. I'm telling y'all now, this won't be longer than an hour, bro. <laughs> like, it wasn't it wasn't that to me. Be honest, man. Let y'all, y'all, y'all have, y'all dampered me. It just. So how about this? For y'all who watch the show. Yeah. Don't tell me about a fucking movie before I see it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't tell me about it. No spoilers, literally. Because if you tell me anything about it, well, here's then, the, now you didn't ruin my expectations. I'm like, oh, I don't want to see it. This shit ain't good. If you don't tell me the movie's good, why would I rush out to go? <laughs> I know. See like, it. I'm like, and here's I didn't hate Candy. I was just underwhelmed, man. Um, yo, is whelmed a word? Because I wasn't under or over. Yo, my nigga, I had I this was conversation just with somebody. Oh, I swear I had this conversation. They'd be like, how you doing? Whelmed. Whelmed. I was very whelmed. <laughs> like, you can be overwhelmed, underwhelmed. Yeah, no, I was, I was mid-whelmed like a motherfucker about a movie, man. I had a but, conversation about that, and they looked at me like I was crazy. I'm going to go see that shit again. Uh, let me get back to New Black and on Netflix. Blood Brothers, y'all already know. Go watch that or just go listen to the pod from last week, and we'll tell you anything that's in it. Yo, shout out to that fake ass quote from um Oh my god, that was funny as fuck when you sent me that yesterday. <laughs> this, this quote uh says <laughs> Quotations. Turning my back on Malcolm X was one of the mistakes that I grip most in my life. I wish I'd been able to tell Malcolm I was sorry that he was right about so many things, but he was killed before I got a chance. He was a visionary ahead of us all. Muhammad Ali. Nigga <laughs> did not say this shit, man. The fuck out of here. Just because y'all put some shit in black and white and, and attached Muhammad Ali name, this motherfucker did not say this at all. Dog, dog. I would have respected if he would have said that shit. He did not say that, dog. That is really fucking funny, dog. That's one um, of the quotes. Remember when everybody was quoting uh, Marilyn Monroe and shit? <laughs> oh my God, dog. It was like, man, gas is 275 on a BP on Jerry Road and Southfield. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> if it don't fit, it must have quit. Dog. Muhammad Ali. What was the one? It was one they posted recently, dog. I got to find it because they quoted Harriet Tubman. And it was some shit she absolutely would have never told you. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Uh, I've referenced um, a little bit why I wasn't like a giant fan of uh, Ali, how everybody does it. That's not saying I don't respect him in the ring. Cause yeah, yeah. He, he he was what he was. Um, I did not like how he did uh, Sonny Liston, dog. Man, I man. really don't. Yeah, and you've talked about that before. Like man. I really don't. Like yeah. I don't not like that shit. And then when y'all try to make it about the man and the personality and yeah. not to fight, fam, that was not right. Yeah, what he did to Sonny Liston. Yeah. Um. Muhammad got a couple moments. And here's the thing, bro. Don't human. He's a he's, he's a human. He's as as gigantic of a personality and as gigantic of just a person he was. He's still a regular man. Shit, and Joe Frazier, because he Facts. was like yeah. he, the way he did. Like it's one thing from talking shit, but to then get people to yeah. like rally against them. Yeah. and make it seem like they was Uncle Tom's and all. Yeah, like yo, this yeah. went a little past. Like you say that shit to. Uh, <laughs> Let me not. Uh, Ken Norton, <laughs> nigga. Who did uh? Who did Mike Tyson say he was gonna fuck up? That was one of them Spinks, nigga. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what he wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that Michael Leon? One of them. Michael. Yeah, man. Um, speaking of fucking Blood Brothers, Rob Silva, third member of the pod, Rob sent in a uh, a follow up to the review that I want to play since we on that right now. What's up, fellas? Spectacular podcast last week covering 
the Blood Brothers uh, documentary on Malcolm and Muhammad. In my opinion, one of your top five to ten podcasts you guys have ever done. Uh, quick follow up to the documentary. Uh, I, f- I forgot to mention about this on my voice note last week. Uh, Ali did not leave the Nation of Islam in 1975. Technically, he was still a member because when Elijah died, his son Wallace took over, not Farrakhan, Wallace took over as head of the Nation of Islam in 1975, and Ali stayed with uh, Wallace and stayed a member, and they changed directions. Wallace changed the Nation of Islam from a black separatist movement to a Sunni Muslim uh, uh, more of a religion. Farrakhan reformed the nation in 1977 and uh, Wallace, you had two divisions of the nation of Islam and eventually uh, Wallace changed his name to a different uh, uh, name. I forgot the name of the organization and they went their separate ways and Ali stayed with Wallace and became more of a Sunni Muslim. I just wanted to mention that because people fail to mention that. And um, one last question for you guys. Why do you guys feel that whenever a documentary on Malcolm X or a biopic or series on Malcolm X fails to mention Louis Farrakhan in any of those documentaries or dramas, I've always been under the assumption that he also was part of the anti-Malcolm movement when Malcolm was murdered. Peace and blessings, brothers. Talk to you all soon. Uh, uh, thank you for that note. Uh, hell of a note. Hell of a question. Know, um, yeah, appreciate you too, Rob. Always with the uh, with the historical context. Definitely being there from New York, you know, having that uh, very close proximity to everything that was going down yeah. uh on that second one um i think one up and talked about uh well i know hmm i'm trying to make sure i don't mix me reading and listening to the audiobook and reading a book with movies and stuff that i've seen so i know he did talk to him his lewis x at the time mm-hmm. and have a conversation with him about the information about um elijah muhammad and see if he would like go with him like you know because they've always they was friends yeah boston the whole yeah. nine and um <clears throat> he did not <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he really didn't <laughs> and his wife like yo you sure you want to involve him i think was it i don't was it one night in miami i don't remember i, I kind of remember i know he did in real life they had a conversation or whatever but i don't know if one of these joints uh actually touched on it because my memory is kind of merging i feel like together. if it was either one night in miami or yeah i think it was one night in miami that like vaguely mentioned lewis yeah. Farrakhan, um and kind of like had his speech on in the background on the screen or whatever uh like somebody had the tv on in the yeah. scene but um yeah because that's how they introduced the fact that malcolm was at that like I guess, for lack of a fucking better word, that Malcolm was at that point in his yeah. relationship with the nation and sort of how they kind of played it up like he was leaning on Muhammad to get him back. Um, Well, at the time, Louis Farrakhan wasn't Louis Farrakhan yet. He didn't even yeah. have the Louis Farrakhan name. Yeah. And I don't know because I'm not in, included in all the interworkings. I don't know that he was like that 
high up. Yeah. To for his opinion. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because he might I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of members of the nation back then who had a million things to say about Malcolm, about the whole situation. But if you weren't one of them yet, yeah. which we're at least assuming I mean Lewis Farrakhan was, has specifically said things about him. <laughs> like since yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. Farrakhan and like how they handle stuff inside of the because there's two different things going on. Yeah. There yeah. is the religion that they're talking about and they're talking also about the nation of Islam yeah, and what you should what happens if you're blasphemous against the, the president of the United States or whatever yeah. or whatever. So it's know. it's the religion, it's the laws and it's the relationships. And if we be at 100%, I mean, I'm still out here. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey. Keep, keep me out your little movie cuz I'm out here. And not only am I highly visible, but at that time at least I was working my way up. Even if I was like high enough at that time to have an opinion, I'm a chill so I can get in position, which he ultimately did and became who we know. So, or he just like, yo, keep my name out your mouth while, <laughs> while y'all making your little documentaries and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, man. So I don't know. Uh, hey, or, uh, we, or we do though. <laughs> or we do though. Um, yo, something else that's on fucking Netflix that's not on this list, and I'm kind of low-key uh, looking at Strong Black Lead crazy for not including this. In Too Deep, like Makai Fife. Is uh, that why that came around again? Man, I have no idea. Because I've been on friends like, ah, y'all can't believe we let Kanye say that. I'm like, no, that, we didn't really let him say that because we've been, we've been, we be on him. I mean, it's it's one of the more egregious things that's ever been said in hip hop. Uh, but in too deep, starring not Makai Fife. But listen though, starring not, Big Face Omar. I'm not even trying to be funny. Yeah, in too deep wasn't that good. In too deep was horrible. Like the reason that don't nobody know. Yeah, it's like what well, it's a butterfly. It's a funny effect. classic. Maybe maybe it, maybe Makai Fife was in it the first time. But you know, after the butterfly flick happened, <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. Google, all right. <laughs> Is the underrated underrated movie by the way? Uh, which one? Ashton Kutcher, oh. Butterfly Effect, mm. phenomenal fucking movie. Oh, um, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the Mandela Effect. The Mandela that's Effect what, is what you what thinking? Got about, you, yeah. got you. But uh, yo, Butterfly Effect was fire, nigga. MK Ultra is real, by the way, folks. Butterfly Effect is up there with like how niggas feel about the Matrix and Inception and all yo. them type movies. That's just up there, bro. Yo, here's a movie that y'all have not seen, and it has a person in that y'all do not like. But this shit was fucking fire. R. Kelly in it? No. <laughs> Close. But no cigar. No. <laughs> he did a song with him, though. <laughs> the Killing Room. Mm. Nick Cannon. Yo, this movie was fucking good, dog. <laughs> Yo, this movie was fucking good, man. And I've I've watched I watched this movie maybe in 2010, maybe. Yeah. Uh randomly. I think it was on Netflix at that time. Uh but uh came out like 2010, 2009, maybe. Yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. it on Netflix in 2010. So, got you. so yeah, I, I feel like 0809 is when that came out. Uh, but that's where I got the term Exploder Noema from. Like, that whole movie was like, it was some psychological thriller shit. And yeah. Nick Cannon did a really good job because, yo, y'all got to watch that movie. That's a movie, like, in no bullshit. It, I guess it'll be a throw, throwback review, but y'all have never seen it. <laughs> so, so it makes it hard to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, us having a conversation about that movie. Oh, that should be. It seems to be pulled out of that movie. One hundred percent. 
Um, yeah, man, go check that out. Go check out the Killing Room. Go check out Into Deep. Uh, go see LL's worst performance by far. I hated LL in that movie, dog. But I just enjoyed that movie. Um, I hated Omar Epps's braid. Them little locks he had at the beginning before he shaved his shit bald. I hated it. Cop Jay Reed. Yeah, man, Jay Reed really was a cop. That shit fucked me up to this day. Huh. All right, what else going on in the world? Oh man, we talked about it right before the pod, but let's let's just chat about your your girl for a minute, man. Young sixty k averse, Karen Civil. Scamming Civil. <laughs> oh man, Karen Civil's been in the news. Holy shit, she just popped up with a literally top of my timeline. As soon as I just went to the gram to go pull the story up, yeah. Another woman alleges Karen Civil defrauded her nonprofit organization looking to build a park for children in Haiti. Karen Civil responds. <laughs> um, so you know how all this started? So a young lady won a lawsuit against her, and it was a $3 million pass out. I mean, uh, cash out, whatever. That was the Jesse Wu chick, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when she won, and that was made public, then Jordan Lucas was like, well, shit. Yeah, to get his tweet off. And uh, he basically was like, yo, I didn't feel comfortable saying nothing. Yeah. Because... It was too many repercussions. I didn't want to be blackballed. Powers that be. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of people who are in support of Karen Civil say, why'd you wait six years to say something? You should have said something then. Yeah. But his response was like, yo, I was scared to say something. Yeah. Like, I know how the industry go behind. Like, I can get blackballed. And six years ago, I nobody would have. And here's the thing. Not a lot of people know no, Joyner Lucas, Lucas right, right now, now. For sure. Six years ago, I never would have got my name out. Yeah. Period. And I, and I've, I've been hearing people like, kind of like, not like that response. Yeah. But that response seems similar to another type of situations where we be typically hearing and be like, yo, I wasn't comfortable coming out and saying something. Yeah. Why, why you wait all this time? Like, yo, I was afraid. I wasn't. And sometimes you need other people to speak up for you to do it. Now, what are you going to say in that regard? Yeah. Well, he a man. You should be. Hmm. Here's the thing, man. Um, Men get, we get tagged good or bad with we just supposed to be brave we just supposed to be like put everything on the line your life your career you see something happening to a woman go jump in go interfere get shot you you see motherfuckers arguing go jump in get jumped you see uh karen civil who's in twenty thousand different better positions of power than you in the beginning of your career while you got a newborn on the way and 70 k to your name she take your 60 Blaster, nigga, fuck your career. It's like, come on, dog. Yeah, remember, Cameron came out and said she she been a thief, and then he all said he hate black women. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cam had a field day on Twitter with this shit, and then they had a field day on Cam. Are you just saying that because you hate black women? Yeah. Like, that's the response yeah. to anything. No, no, no. You... I'm saying the other day when yeah. all this shit resurfaced. Oh, I didn't pee. Yeah. Oh, Cam went the fuck off. He said, "I'm waiting on my apology, nigga." Like, what the fuck? Because y'all told me I hated black women. Y'all told me Juju wasn't black when I said, <laughs> "Nigga, y'all ain't, ain't that funny, bro?" Juju not black. She all of a sudden not black when Cam <laughs> says, "No, I love black women." My girl, look at Juju. Nope. You, you, Fuck that. That's funny. You, you fuck, Juju ain't black. I'm like, God damn, nigga. Okay. So, so is Karen Silver black since she's from Haiti? I mean, she's straight Haitian. We if, Where Juju from? The other the other side of the island, right? <laughs> like, literally, right? The other side of the island? <laughs> like, so hold on. Let me pull up. Because I actually want to pull up. Them niggas on the I... same Wi-Fi. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas is on the same Wi-Fi, dog. 
Yo, so somebody tweeted in tag cam. They said, are y'all going to apologize to at Mr. Cameron or act like none of this ever happened? And uh, Cam just, he reposted it. He said, yo, y'all going to apologize or no? I figured y'all won't. For those that don't understand, I told y'all Karen Civil been robbing people. They said I was lying. Now she just lost another court case to another female, a black female. Now they saying Karen is foul. When I said it, I was hating. I hated black women. She also robbed my man, Joyner Lucas, and got him for the exact same amount she got my guy, real Duke to God. You remember Duke to yeah, God? For sure. What a coinky dink. <laughs> Yo, and then Jason Lee came out. Woo! Yo. Yo. <laughs> but so Jason Lee came out and was like, uh, yo, she paid a kid, uh, allegedly a hacker, a hacker, 40,000 to hack the account and take it down. And he did. And I guess allegedly, um, she didn't give him the back end. So he told like, yo, <laughs> I, took your, <laughs> I took your page down when it was the Hollywood report, whatever that shit, Hollywood reporter, or yeah, whatever yeah. that shit is, or Hollywood unlocked. That's what it is. At the Somehow. time he had like 1.2 million followers or whatever. And he gave it back. And then she got on the phone with him or on Clubhouse. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I did that, but I apologized. Fam. Like, yo, my nigga, you can't be on Clubhouse admitting to fraud and, like, hiring hackers. and the Fam, you gonna fuck around and get your shit. Yo, you gonna fuck around and get one sued and yeah. arrested. Yeah. That's not some shit that you should apologize for publicly on no platform. And it's Clubhouse. Like, fam. fam. You, you can't pay a nigga to hack somebody's account. No, even, even to like hack if, their business website, like my nigga. If you did, hey, I get it, but don't say that shit on. Why would you say it's that? underground for a reason? <laughs> this this is like black market shit for a reason. I you don't come out and out say, like, that. yo, if I tell the truth about that, everything else I'm telling the truth about. No, nah, that's not how it worked. Oh man! Then Meek came out with his shit, like you know. <laughs> yo, they tried to kill Meek real quick. Did so you, I'll uh. Then they upped the picture of this is a classic picture of Remy Ma pressing her and mm. and no one knew what it was the picture was about but apparently yeah. Remy was pressing Karen because she was doing some backdoor shit uh, uh, for Nikki while they was doing yeah, that beef shit when the beef was so popping it's yeah. this one picture and you see one leg in the back and she got her hand on the wall yeah. and she in her face and like it looks tense but we we never knew the context like of the picture so look <laughs> they be hoeing Meek so bad so Meek tweeted Karen was my friend and turned on me for an opportunity. Started having blogs, posts, negative stuff about me on some conspiracy shit. I forgive her, but I definitely don't want to deal with y'all industry people that move like that. You should admit what you did to me, too. <laughs> me, too. And then Believe all men. <laughs> yo, but then this other chick, um, I guess she's, uh, they're calling her a content creator. <laughs> she responded to me and was like, Nobody started having black blogs talk about you. You just corny. <laughs> Yo, niggas hate Meek Mill. I bet no you she follow me. I bet you she turn up when uh the intro come on. I bet you she follow me though. Yeah, she probably follow me. Hashtag me too, nigga. <laughs> um. Anyway, man, uh, a lot of people coming out the. Way. It's a lot of people coming out saying Karen Civil is not what you think Karen Civil is. Uh, a lot of people don't know what Karen Civil is. That's been the other thing. So I um I actually did not direct work with her, but she was involved in a couple back and forth back when she used to work for uh for Beats. Um and I was in marketing at the time. Back and forth with her, with some of her uh colleagues, some managers, and, and we did a little business at the company I worked for at the time. So I know she had a legit job then. 
Um, I know she's obviously she did a lot of shit with Mac Miller, Pusha T. Like, I know some of the successes that she's had and and shit that are going on a resume. Well, some niggas you can't screw over. Can't. Baby, baby ain't screwed everybody over. Facts. I know people personally who have uh, done di- business with Baby. And it's always been legit and above the yeah. water because you can't fuck with everybody. Just had this conversation literally two days ago. Biggie don't die. Does he have a, a bad dealing with Puff? One hundred percent. He's already he was already having a bad dealing. <laughs> he was about to start his own label. Yes, he was already having bad dealings with Puff. But that's neither here nor there. All that to say. Hey man, Karen Silver ain't the only scammer out there. I just I want y'all to beware, nigga. You know what's so wild is um that payola I thought was illegal, mm. but apparently it's it's legal as fuck. To the because when they was reading her and Joiner contract, yeah, blog placements, music, this and this. Like I thought this shit was illegal. You but that's not, the thing. You're not supposed to be able to pay money to get your record on the radio. They stopped calling it payola and started calling it shit like blog placements and uh, little shit like that. You you make it sexier. You change the term. You we know what the fuck it oh, is. We, such such on mix shows, this and that. Like fam, you can't pay money. Well, I mean, you can, mm-hmm. but like you're not supposed to be able to pay money in order for your record to get paid. But it's it's one of those things that's supposed to be illegal, right? And all the DJs and pro and directors where it's legal, illegal, whatever. But then when they say it take money to break a record, what the fuck do you think they're doing with their money that it takes to break the record? Yeah, yeah. Like how else are you breaking a record unless you're giving people money to play it? A lot of y'all fucking favorite like little freestyles and shit y'all be posting. It's the reason them niggas got on LA leakers. <laughs> Never def- heard from them. There's a no. There's a definitely. There's a reason LA leakers may be legit. It's a reason they on Funk Flex. Funk Flex is admitted to it, nigga. Yeah. And it's and that's not one take, my nigga. Mm-mm. He be he be when somebody actually does it one take. He be like, I'm glad you did this in one take, nigga. This is a production that I paid for, fam. When niggas. Like Black Thought and Loaded Lux and Common and niggas of that ilk go up there to Funk Flex. He be hoeing all the rest of them niggas who came up there earlier that week. Everybody can't come up here. Yes, the fuck they can. They literally can. They just gotta pay for it. They just gotta pay for it. Man. So I don't. I don't know. Um, let's talk about all the rest of these scammers, though, man. Because the nigga got like seventeen years or some shit, like a ridiculous amount of time. Oh, dog that took the PPP. Yeah. Yo. Hey, yo, I'm not. Y- y'all gotta fucking relax. Hey, yo, not for nothing. Let me go and read this shit that I posted earlier today. Uh, y'all really do gotta relax uh, and be careful flexing on IG because they're currently pay- the IRS is paying folks to snitch on you. Mm. If they, if you leave, if you give somebody a tip um, about PPP fraud or tax evasion, the person who snitched on you get thirty percent of the money they collect. Damn. Get off the internet. And then they'll, so that you gotta, they gotta fill out a form, but they may not know all your information. So they start doing social engineering. Maybe they reach out, they look through all your pictures. Maybe they reach out to your friends, whatever. They may call your phone like, hey, man, this is HR. Um, something happened in your file. We need to update the address. You don't never be like, is this HR from my job? Like, yeah. you just, you just like, answer the question and get off the phone. Like, yo, this is real. They are telling. Wow. They are paying 30%. Now, what up the nigga who uh, just went to jail for all that time? 17. They say he uh, he had filed loans for like almost 9 million and he collected 3.3 of it before. And I get 30% of it? <laughs> Everything I can collect back? Yo, watch out, man. Stop posting that shit on the internet. Why, why niggas was hype to like post about like, yo, I just got the PPP loan, like scam shit though, nigga fraud. Like, 
nigga, you didn't do that legally. I miss discretion. Like, I miss when criminals were, like, discreet, bro. That was my shit. I don't. I just don't. I'm just not a criminal. So I mean, yeah. Uh, y'all can do it. Y'all can do it loud. Y'all can do it. I mean, it would make more sense to be discreet. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, like not nah, my niggas talk so much, bro. Like niggas brag. Niggas too flashy. You know, I said this on another pod, <clears throat> but I think it's because um, poor people um, aren't treated like humans in this world, in this society. Mm. Um, AKA, more black people <laughs> are poor than a lot of other. So I won't just say black Gosh. people, but in general, poor people aren't treated like people, a person, a human. You can't conduct yourself in society. Money is money make the world ground, everything like that. So once you get some money, you want to flex it. And this is the first time you've been seen and heard and looked at like a human being. Yeah. Look at all these clothes I got. Now you should respect me. You should show me attention. You should adore me and everything like that because I got money. Look, everybody, I got money. I really think it's like a cry for help because you want to be seen. You want to be heard. This is finally... I finally feel like a fucking human. You know how motherfuckers be like, yo, it's corny when dudes like flash their money and shit online? Yeah. It is a cry for help. Um, it is a lack of self-esteem. There's a lack of confidence that brimmed and, and started from all that bullshit that you just discussed about us being poor folk. Poor folk been poor folk. And when we finally not poor folk, we want y'all to know. Yeah. Um, cause we have to butter your jokes. We have to butter the economy. <sighs> it's all back to what we was talking about last week, man. It's, it's buck breaking is a process. You can't un, you can't unchain a dog and expect them to stay controlled. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. when when you got a dog on a leash, he been on that fence for days, weeks, months, years. When you finally let him go, he's going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. The reason that we do that shit, and it's it's not to liken black men or black people or anybody who does this with their money to a dog. It's just an example. But the reason we behave like that is because we get all the bullshit from the world for being broke. You get, especially as men, let's talk about it. Like we just talked about how men have to be the brave one. We got to step up. We got to say shit. We got to take charge. If we broke to be a broke man in this world, nigga, a black man at that, you are the bottom of the fucking barrel, dog. So when a nigga come broke up on a dollar, don't deserve no <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> it's literally one of the greatest parts of a song I've ever participated in. Call and response was crazy. But if you're a broke black man in this world, dog, and you get bread, it's almost impossible for you not to tell everybody, dog. It don't even matter how you got the bread. Stolen, fuck, niggas is stealing fucking uh, chargers and challengers around this bitch every day and floating a hundred up seven mile in your shit. My nigga. We don't care. We got to show off. Last night, eight males robbed one person walking down the street on Jerry Road in Southfield for $100. Jesus Christ. Two cars pulled up. Eight masked men, two carrying guns, robbed a man at 4 a.m. For a hundo. For $100. Jesus Christ. <sighs> we live in a wild world, man. Like, what's up, man? Like, what's what's going on, man? Yo, dog. Speaking of, of cries for help, man, I, I be trying to have this conversation with motherfuckers, but it always turns into like a, like, 
you either in women's business or let them do whatever makes them happy, whatever, whatever, whatever. But like at a certain point, dog, is it too many fucking selfies and shit? Like and too many like you naked all the time on the internet? <laughs> like, God damn, dog. I read a meme the other day, like bitches be so naked on the internet. I be seeing hoes in the fall, like, damn, that bitch cold in sweaters, nigga. <laughs> like, cause it's like, yo, I never fucking see like Instagram turned into pure. You remember when Instagram was like art, yeah, photography, travel, like all that dope shit. Now you go to nigga, I'll be going to models pages and don't see that many fucking selfies, nigga, as I do with regular everyday folk. And I'll be like, dog, man, no fucking homo, but I'm tired of seeing all y'all naked and just like post some other shit. Like I don't know, man. People, the internet is getting real uninteresting to me in a lot of ways. Dog. Somebody said they taught you to objectify yourself, and then they called it freedom. No, here you go, sis. They taught you to objectify yourself and told you that was freedom. Fam, motherfuckers told Lizzo, "Hey, uh, put some pants on at the Laker game," and y'all told us we was literally we was the worst niggas in the world for saying have some pants on at the Laker game. Like, yo, my my son sit right behind that chair. He don't want to see your ass cheeks. He just wants to see Kobe. Rest in peace. Like, come on. But you say that and you wrong, dog. And it's like, I'm not saying don't ever go out and enjoy your ass cheeks being out. I'm just saying it's a time and a place. And I feel like people have turned Instagram into the time and place. Where you just naked 24-7, ass titties, ass titties. Like, damn, do you read? Do you go anywhere? Do you eat? Like, you don't, you ain't seen no pictures of nothing else was worthy but your ass and titties all day, bro. Like, I don't know, man. That shit gets real, like, I get tired. I've started muting motherfuckers like that. Like, I'm 100%. sick of seeing your ass all day, bro. It gives you um, a skewed sense of reality. Yeah. Um, about the opposite sex or the, the people that's in your neighborhood or yeah. in your city, in your town. And it goes for niggas, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, God, my nigga, you smoke weed every day? Fan shit like that like, like this ain't just about naked shit every, yeah every single picture is a low grade android phone <laughs> of, of you with yo, marijuana yo why niggas with iphones don't ever post a weed like that shit don't ever look crispy you like. android niggas is posting weed weed nigga that shit look horrible man like bro i um when i lived in atlanta sad to be around like 2013 2014 i had a conversation with one of my homegirls she legit was like every nigga she date that she met online, whether it was Instagram, Facebook, a dating app, whatever. Every nigga she was going out with only was trying to fuck. And she was like, they was coming at her so overtly sexual and whoop, 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 whoop. And I'm like, yo, I've been your friend for a long time. It's all you post. Niggas don't know how to come at I don't I can't come at you with a quirky line about you just posted your favorite book that you're reading. And I'm like, oh, huh, uh, <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> I'll Huckleberry up <laughs> Huckleberry Finn. And did you hear about the <laughs> one did fly over the cuckoo's nest, nigga? But it's like I can't say that if it's just ass, 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 ass. And I was like, yo, you post a lot of like that type of shit. So I don't know what other niggas like every nigga ain't like charismatic and quirky and could just say some like a line to you that's not about the obvious dog it's like yeah not that you it's not the oh you what do commercials do <sighs> they advertise the product mm. so some people what you advertise as the product that's what people try to come for damn when i see a fucking and sometimes like so everybody's social media 
isn't like an advertising station. Yeah. But for some people, it seems that way because yeah. this is all the content like, whoa, well, maybe this is. And and this is not to say, because I already, I know the spin. They've been trying to throw this spin on these convos for years. This ain't to say you got your ass out. You deserve to get it grabbed. No, 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 never. Not even close to what we're saying. We're saying I'm, I'm giving you the reason niggas think that the same way that motherfuckers would think, yo, these niggas post pictures with money all day. Like I follow a couple folks and some of them I don't follow, but like they come across my feed yeah. and all I see is your Rolex watches, yep. your, your, your bottles of 42. Everybody got a, all these gaudy chains with diamonds and everything like that. One is thinking like one. If I wasn't, if I was Omar, <laughs> fam, you fool, you nigga. would be fool. You are fool. Number nigga. two is there's no like I just talked to y'all about the feds, right? And and then, like there's no way that you can afford that shit working wherever the fuck you work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And three, like I'm not surprised that a woman will look at you and try to get you for money and, or expect that you have money because fam. when I when I have allegedly sixty thousand dollars on my wrist, or more than that with all these things. Yeah. If 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 I'm if I'm able to take what you have and you post as real, yeah. if you had all these golds and these multiple chains and these diamonds and everything, I would assume you got money. So no, I and don't they think I'm, for it. I don't think I'm picking up. Not even on no gold digging shit. Like no, I don't think I'm picking up no check. I don't think I'm touching my wallet because why the fuck would I? You clearly have excess, my right? nigga. Yo, I'm glad you said not even on no gold digging shit because with some of these niggas, the way y'all flaunt this shit. Fam, why would she expect that you not only wouldn't pay for everything, but that you wouldn't like throw a couple dollars too, nigga? Like, like look like you got you you drowning in the money. It's bruh. excess. It's excess. Yeah, so, dog. Uh, don't be surprised when a, when she only wants you for your money, or when you're not doing this. It's like and that, and that's I, the this how I met you. Don't be surprised. And not even just how I met. This is all I saw of you. I I don't know anything of you but the money, the weed, the the sexiness, whatever the fuck the thing is. I know that. And like, I don't know, man. I just, I, I've been having real like deep thoughts with just socials and the type of content that goes up now. Cause it's crazy, dog. Yo, not for nothing. And I don't even know how to, to say this correctly, but I'm yeah. just going to say it either. Like some of you niggas know too many people that's been murdered. Mm. Like every, mm. every, like every week you personally are posting another person that got like, yo, man. Either change your circle or I'm about to like what the fuck Shit, is going on? Not even change it. Sit down with your circle. It's time to have some conversations, dog. Now I'm thinking you the serial killer. <laughs> how everybody around you keep dying. Like yo, man. Um, like Jesus Christ. Every it's, day it's a either is is one or two things. Either you're doing way too much, you need to slow down, or two, you don't know these niggas like that. Stop being. Stop, it do be a lot of you don't know these niggas. Stop being the person that oh you know that was my. Do- yeah. I didn't even notice it. But it be more than it be a lot of you don't know these niggas. It be a lot of niggas who not keeping it real with they niggas. You not talking to your niggas and motherfuckers always say they want the friend who who honest with them and they want to. But you not being that because a lot of these niggas you not sitting down and saying yo bro it's time to stop. You got kids. You got y'all posting the fuck out they kids. After they pass, how could y'all take? Th- he was a father. Y'all took him from his kid, and it's like, yeah, that's wrong. You shouldn't kill nobody for nothing. But nigga, when you know the game that these niggas is in, hey, yo, it's part of the game. I, like fam, and they been in it. it. I don't know how this gonna sound, but like a portion of me, like if you're in the game, whatever that game is, yeah. if you in the game, and you know there's wins and losses, 
if somebody from your team take a major L, uh, like get shot, killed, fam, it's a part of the game. Fam. Like, why are you like it's a like it comes with it. One of my little cousins, rest in peace, Storm, I ain't gonna say his name. He just got murdered two weeks ago. Jesus Christ. Down in Birmingham. He was in that life. It don't make it feel better that he was in that life. But it's also one of them things that you kind of fucking walk around every day expecting to happen when niggas are that deep in that life. This is like I've been watch like we 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 get into it when we get into raising Canaan, but I've been watching Man. a bunch of wire shit like, yo, know, they took one of ours, we gotta go knock one of theirs, leave everybody else. Like, from this is just a part of it. Yeah. Like, but niggas be so much, man, I can't believe they killed my dog. Why the fuck you can't believe it? Y'all just sprayed up the block yesterday. Fam. Yes, you Fam. can believe it. Y'all just sprayed the block up. Y'all just sold poison to the whole community yesterday. Y'all, and we don't never want to keep it a buck like that. Y'all just spent the money he earned from niggas that's out there turning into addicts and ODs. He took that from Nick. Eh, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here acting like I'm not a child of this shit. We know where the fuck we come from. I know who the fuck raised me. It don't make it better, dog. Like, niggas need to have real fucking conversations about the potential consequences of it. And at a certain point, if people ain't getting out of that life when they have families and they got kids and they raising people and they got motherfuckers responsible for them, at a certain point, dog, you just got to be like, you know what, man? I'm going to pray for you. I love you. But I got to disassociate myself because I don't want to see this happen to you. Because I don't need you at my family function and my crib get shot up. Fam. Like, that happened a week and a half ago. Um, and two people got two people got killed at a 96 grandma birthday celebration. Nigga, somebody come through and spray up the fucking neighbor, the, spray, spray yeah. up the crib and two grownups who got nothing to do with nothing. They get, just killed. get killed. I don't want to be at your funeral innocently and get shot at because this just happened in Chicago a few weeks back. Probably about a month ago now. Funeral for some gang shit. Other gang niggas roll by, spray that, because we ain't kill everybody we needed to kill when we killed that nigga. And we know y'all gonna be there. Because that's your man, right? You was with him when we we tried to kill y'all at the same time. Yo, you know, that first time I heard that shit was Bone Thugs. Yeah. Then I'm coming to the funeral. Tell me, he was talking about the cops, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming to the funeral to Yo. shoot that bitch up. Because I know that's where y'all bitches down to meet up. We need to do a whole Bone Thug uh, lyric breakdown pod. Because them niggas said some wild shit. And they said it so dope that it was like, y'all had me rapping. Y'all made, y'all thought, they made a, a fuss about Ice T saying he was cop killer. Nigga, Bone first album, nigga, we made a, Fam. I said pop, 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 nigga. pop, 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 for four bars. Fuck that. Y'all niggas just told me Kanye repeating his mom's name was a fucking uh, devil worship chant. Really? Oh my God, niggas Not are dear Mister Ouija. I fam. want to know my future. A bloody murder. A bloody murder. Mo murder. Mo murder. Come, come again, and then repeat it for five minutes. But Donda is a hey. I said my mom name fifty times because she was fifty four. I haven't mean evil chant. That nigga just put a spell on y'all, and y'all don't even know. Come on, I dog. Mean, he's yeah. I repeating the the Lord's prayer backwards. I mean, they don't get fam. More evil. <laughs> Fam, red rum, all of Easy literally was devil worshiping when he died. One hundred, like he was as deep into that shit as possible. That's not like a euphemism for no, no, thing. and not at all. No, that nigga was a satanic worshiper by the time he died. And he brought in a group called Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, and first, and he got them into that. So for those who don't know, that's the reason that Bone was doing all that shit. That was at the helm of Easy. 
Because guess what? I'm doing this shit, and now I'm going to make y'all do it, and y'all can make this like, fam, it's skulls and crosses and all kind of, come on, man. But that was our shit. But Kanye says mama name. Up, oh, devil worship. He just put a spell on y'all for two hours. Like, it ain't work yet. It ain't nothing to happen to me. <laughs> I've been, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yo. Oh, man. Uh, yo, look at this text I just got. I'm about to read this out loud on the pod. You ready to admit that Certified Lover Boy is a top tier album? <laughs> I want to tell my homie personally, who I know listens to this pod and who's also white. <laughs> Nigga, no, <laughs> no, no. No, that's not a top tier album, dog. It's not a bad album. It's not terrible. That shit is mad whelmed. I'm very whelmed by that album, dog. It was not. Eh, it wasn't it. It wasn't it. Sorry. It is not. It was just a whelming album, nigga. It was very. It was some joints on there that was cool. Most of it was forgettable. Not to say it was a bad album. It just wasn't for me, dog. Like, sorry. It wasn't. I expected more from Drake. I hold niggas who I think have potential to be great to a very high level, dog. Yeah. He ain't he ain't hit that level here for me. So sorry. I'm not ready to admit that that's a top tier album. Next. Uh, man, we got a we got a Blackberry letter. Oh shit. Sorta of, kinda. Let's get into uh, it. It's some shit that went down. Uh-oh. Hold up. Y'all already know what time it is when y'all hear that can crack. I mean, your man back. We was in hella unison yeah. on that too. Uh I was gonna I'm gonna read this out, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care if I'm a bad guy. Okay? <laughs> I just want to get that shit out. Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> this is a text message uh, to Crystal. It seems like to be coming from another man, uh, sort of like the one we had last week. Uh, and the young lady says, "You want to keep Sean an extra week? Yeah, when? I'm trying to find out what day we're leaving. We." Yeah, me and my cousins are going out of town. Oh, so you're not trying to give me my son uh, for father-son time. You just need a babysitter. Yeah, I can babysit him. $300. Nigga, what the fuck? You mean babysit? It's your own son. You can't babysit your own child. Sure I can. It's not my, quote, parenting time, unquote, per our custody agreement. So I'm not acting as his parent. So I'm his babysitter. $300 or you have to find someone else to watch him. Wow. Fuck you. <sighs> so let's go ahead and start with the obvious. Is the man wrong there? Uh, yes and no. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, yes and no. I mean, here's the thing. If we have a custody agreement, and and I'm I'm saying this specifically from a couple of my close friends, my brothers who are dealing with similar instances with their baby mom, right? We have a custody agreement, one that I fought in court for, and and it turned out, however it turned out, here's the schedule the judge gave us. Of course, there's some flexibility there. One day you might want them later. One day I might want them an extra couple hours like that back and forth is cool. But for the most part, we stick into this schedule. I know a lot of motherfuckers who don't even allow no flexibility. You come to that bitch at 8.05 and you were supposed to be here at 8. I'm calling. I'm calling the fucking people. Positioning this as do you want your son for an extra week? 
only for it to really be, I just want to keep like hanging out and having fun and I don't want to get them this week. So this thing is like, um, I didn't, most times, mm-hmm. I don't know about this situation. Um, the man isn't the one who brings the court system into the situation. Big facts. Right. Very rare. So you brung the police into the situation and they <laughs> gave you, they made us, they, you brung in an independent arbitrator. And that and that mediator has created a schedule, and this is the schedule. That's it. Yeah. Now, from my understanding, when it's not your custody time, so if I have the child between, say, the first and the fifteenth, okay, mm-hmm. let's say, boom, if the sixteenth is your turn, it's your responsibility to secure babysitting for that child yeah. because I'm not in parent mode. Yeah. Like per the agreement, yeah. this is. Your responsibility. So, A. Care who watching your mom, the babysitter, babysitter's club, give a fuck. That comes out of your pocket. Yeah. Or your arrangements. So, one, you want me to take the child um, on your time, which you are legally responsible for the babysitting costs and all that stuff like that. Well, give me some money. Yeah. Because it can be like, no, this should be just general because I'm a father and everything like that. Well, we don't need the courts involved in. Yeah. Cause I was still a father before you it's said a, police. It's, it's not both. Mm-mm. Like, let's just work out some shit between us. Like a, like a mom and a, and a that's co-parent. Like we should. Yeah. yeah. Um, without the need of the state to be involved. If we needed to get the state involved, then follow what the state said. And now I say that just to say that because it's a third party. And generally speaking, yeah. feminist your son, yes, spend some time with Get your son, son the whole yeah. nine yards. But don't just try to nah, I don't know. So here's the thing. In zero situations, and I I, oh, I never say never, fuck that. In zero situations, if a man said he was trying to fucking go out of town with his cousins. With his cousins to hang and kick it and do cousin shit. Take the kid for another week. On his week, and he said, yo. Why don't you just keep him for a week? There's not one woman on earth who's going to either A, do it, or B, do it for free. Period. Period. It's no mother on the planet that's going to do that. Then what, if the, then what if the man then said, well, you're a bad mom because you don't want to spend time with your child. Oh, my week. God. He'd be in fucking prison for talking <laughs> shit. You've never seen a nigga get locked for talking shit that fast, like, dog. On the opposite side, this is not the same it's, situation. On the opposite side, this literally isn't on the internet. It don't even make the web. No, well, be, no, no, it'll be on be the, the web. Like, but niggas will be n- clowning the man. It'll be like, can you believe the nerve of niggas? Yeah. He wants me to take my child so he can go to Vegas like, for the week. These niggas get broker every day. Uh, and all this broke shit, uh, bad dad vibes, all that shit. They'll be killing That's this nigga. That's why I nigga. got the courts in this situation. That's exactly why we... So, from I, that perspective, no, dog. Figure out who's going to watch our son during your week or pay me the $300 that I would pay you uh, for the month or for the week, whatever that adds so up. So you to. gonna charge me to take care of my? Ch- I give you child support, don't I? So you gonna rape me <laughs> in front of my? Son. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> oh man, I had a long day. Um, there's absolutely no fucking way that I'm taking that kid this week. Sorry, <laughs> no. Nope. Why wouldn't you just plan your trip around your weekend, fam? Why wouldn't you just stop after? Do you want to keep this, your son an extra week? Like, here, let's spend some time with you. Oh, I would love to. And then if I see you on Vegas on the gram, I'm a snap. But we don't have this text exchange where you telling me, oh, I'm trying to go hang with my cousins. Uh, 
Um, or maybe you should have just shored up all the details at first. Yeah. Look, I understand shit don't be the most convenient, dog. I done seen some of my homeboys literally miss out on spending time with women who they were trying to get something off the ground with because by the time they actually got a date. You know, some of the comments on this shit is, is hilarious. So one, a man said, uh, morally he's wrong, legally he's right. Another young, a young lady chopped in and said, he, he ain't wrong. She probably was the one who went to court for custody agreement to get trying to get full custody. Like Dead. we said. I would have said, call my mama. She might keep him. <laughs> Fam. Uh, I would have said, call your mama. Where the fuck is your mom? If we be real, it's an acknowledgement on paper, and it's her turn to get the kid. I don't see how he's wrong. It's his free time. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, it looks wrong, but I want to know if the baby mama would be hoeing him any other time when he's trying to see his kid. Because, like, all right, that's the part that 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 jumped. Like, why would you say, oh, so you're not giving my, my son for some father and son time. You need a babysitter. As if I've been trying to get more time. Mm. So this is one of those things like, well, if you've been trying to get more time and I'm giving you more time. Yeah. I see some men who timed in like you should just be happy with it. Now, see, here's the thing, man. Again, I'm 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 dealing with some real close experiences with the family court right now with some some brothers. I'm I'm very involved in mm -hmm. the processes that mm -hmm. they're going through. Um, the courts don't give a fuck about the father, dog. A fuck like literally in one situation. She didn't violated every she didn't did at least 20 things that if my brother had done one time, he'd have lost custody all the way. That nigga just fighting for more. I just want him a little more. I don't I don't even want to take him from his mom. I just want him a little more than I got. And he is legit fighting tooth and nail for like going on like year three now to get his child more has done nothing wrong. The mom has done everything wrong. So I say that to say. Just be happy. Don't work here. <laughs> it don't work here, dog. And I, I understand. Yes. If you wanted to spend some more time with your child and here's an opportunity to do so. Sure. In hindsight. Yeah, that might make some sense to you. Yeah, but I will. it's going to run you through. Yeah, hundred, but though. I need that 300 because this isn't my week. And you are trying to literally go do some shit you don't have to do. This isn't you're not obligated to go to have fun with your cousins. Why didn't you just plan this shit for the week? Why you plan it for my week? Boom, done. Tell your cousins, yo, I can't do that week. But the week after, we Be naked. Because we talk about the raising of your child. Fam. Because if it was just you, right? I'm not, I'm dead, gone, whatever. You can't go out of town when you got a responsibility. It just don't make sense, man. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of niggas who didn't, either the, the baby was at his mama house. Yeah. Or like, I can't go. It's my week. Is she not going to allow me to... to it's not happening. You saying the baby made me think of the baby. You <laughs> and then it just made me think of that wild shit he said on. I'm never letting that go. That was the wildest fucking shit. What did he say? When he was on stage, the little uh oh. <laughs> all the niggas who wasn't getting their dick sucked in the yeah, by some niggas by, I was like, yo. I forgot about that. Everybody who don't got HIV, put some lighters in the air. I was like, uh, I mean my lighter in the air, but I don't know why we doing this. <laughs> oh shit. Yo, I had a another little scenario. Uh my girl was reading this article earlier and this i'm gonna just give you the fucking short of it because it's really all we need a california woman used drugs while she was pregnant and her baby was stillborn should she have been charged with murder she's currently serving a sentence for what she, she was on meth during her pregnancy and the baby was stillborn what she get on she on a sentence for what uh 
Hold on. But it's not go back that. to the article. No, it's for that. Since when? Hold on. Let me see. Let me go back to it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I want to tell you the exact fucking shit. This was on uh, on my Apple News. All right. She used drugs while pregnant. After having a stillbirth, Adora Perez was charged with her child's murder. Adora Perez from home, um, Hanford, California, 29 years old and 37 weeks pregnant. She woke up in deep cramps. In December of 2017, she had been napping. She was starting uh, to be in pain around 10 p.m. Her boyfriend drove her to uh, the health center in their hometown. The baby was delivered stillborn and later came out. Um, she had been using methamphetamines and they attributed the stillbirth to maternal methamphetamine abuse. And she was charged with the baby's murder. Oh, probably because she was using an illegal drug. Because you can smoke cigarettes while you pre while you're pregnant, and that's not against the law. And you can and you can drink liquor and alcohol. And I know I know a woman yeah. who did, and, fun, and did it on purpose, and nothing happened to her. Fun, uh, drunk, and not to make light of this story because it's still wild. But fun, drunk, and St. Patrick's Day story. I was in Atlanta for St. Patty's. We was at this little outdoor event, whatever. We drunk as fuck. I saw a very pregnant white woman standing there smoking a cigarette and drinking beer and I smacked them both out her hand <laughs> and her nigga looked like he wanted to murder me. <laughs> the only reason I, I talk about that is because yeah. this was one of my giant arguments where it's like, it was funny when y'all choose to recognize that the life inside the stomach is a life mm. when it comes to like something that happens by mistake. Um, but when it's on purpose, like it's perfectly fine and I'm yeah. cool either way, yeah. but let's just be consistent. Cause if it's not a life, it's not a life. Yeah. Or if it is a life, then it is a life. like, which side of the, which side of the coin are we going to be on? How many months in should you be? Did, are you in trouble after smoking? Yeah. Meth or doing meth. Is it four months? Is it five months? Is it six months? Because in your state, like which one is it? Is, is it going to be a life or is it not going to be a life? Because for a lot, in a lot of situations, you you are not going to jail um, if your baby. Well, I'm not sure what it is in 2021, um, but people smoke cigarettes while they're pregnant. It's not a good idea. I think it's harmful. I think it should it's be harmful as fuck. Yeah. I think it should be against the law because there's a life inside of there, a life that cannot protect themselves. And I'm assuming the reason that the young lady went to prison. Um, is because that life inside her stomach could not protect herself against the outside person smoking or doing meth. But the the meth person could be like, yo, I can do whatever I want. It's my body. So right? she was uh, she was booked into custody on second degree murder. And then six months after the stillbirth, she was convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to 11 years in state prison for killing a human being by using meth during her pregnancy. So now you can. So how, how far along was she pregnant? Uh, 37 weeks. I don't know the timeline on that. Um, yeah. And like the legal, illegal implications. Um, they said, though, this case will that's have. Nine, that's 9.25 months. OK, so she was right there. Um, they said her case if Roe v. Wade is overturned uh, by the Supreme Court, can have serious implications for the future of reproductive freedom. Because, like, which one is it? It's a life yeah. or it's not a life? Because if it's a life, you're going to charge me for murder. Then we have to agree that after a certain period, 
it's a life. Yeah. And then yeah. some people in different states is different. Some people was up to six months, seven months. And I know in Texas is like, what, six weeks or some shit now? Texas, they um, literally say you can do a citizen's arrest if you see a pregnant woman walking into an abortion clinic. <laughs> you can take her down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> they said you can tackle her right there and get her out of there, dog. Uh, but like, so like this is going to be yeah. a touchy subject because at some point you're going to have to figure out which where, where life is. right? Yeah. And then. What about what if she say, yo, this is my body. I can do what the fuck I want to do with it. Yeah. What What's the argument? Because whatever argument you're going to say about hers, it's the same argument that can be made about the, a, a different situation. And I'm not, I just, just be, yeah. whatever it's yeah. going to be, let it be that. I just want to, I want consistency across the Let board. it be that. Cause you I can't also want to know why Texas is allowed to do this shit today. <laughs> I don't know that that's the case. Like, yo. I heard that they can find like the, the, the facility or something. Like, I don't yeah. know that something no, no, happens no. to the they, people. They actually said you can call the police on a woman who's like, who's visibly over whatever their little she, threshold is. Yeah, she big as hell. So yeah. She they said you can legit call like, the cops. Bitch, I work here. <laughs> I'm the receptionist. This <laughs> I'm is wearing the scrub. <laughs> I'm in my shit right now. I got my other baby with me. Like, what I'm, that ass? <laughs> I'm going here to get some condoms. <laughs> like, dog, they literally said you can call the cops on a motherfucker for pulling into the clinic. That's a wild one, though, because I used to make the argument. Let's say you uh, a person is three months, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm driving. Uh blow through a stop sign i hit a hit a pregnant woman who three months years old kill her and the baby i get charged with two murders mm. you know what i'm saying yeah but if that same one wants to go in like yo i don't want this no more yeah. it ain't a life like so which one is it is it either it is or not it can't be it can't be both right but then it's like all right so is it is one was by accident the other one's on purpose the one that's on accident you get charged with two murder the one on purpose all right nigga pay your money and go home but see that sound like the decision on whether it's a life or not is up to the mom. Yeah. That's what that, yo, because if I decide to go in here and, and abort the baby and it's within whatever my state, why do states have laws on that shit? Like, that's the wild, I mean, not why do they, the state, why is every state's law different? Is it, I guess that's where I get like, because I understand why the laws are in place, but like, yo, Michigan and Texas shouldn't be different in that regard. Florida shouldn't be different than California. Like, nigga, it, a baby's got? life should be a baby's life from rip. Everywhere, fifty states. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, well, that's the thing about the United States is we too free. Uh, all right, we got all these federal laws in place, but then each state go do your thing, nigga. That's wild, dog. Well, once the federal government step in and rules, which is what is going to be going, and mm -hmm. when it, whenever it goes to the Supreme Court, when y'all can't figure it out, we were like, yo, we need help. Yeah. Then it goes there. And like the reason that's a, even a, even an issue in the first place is because the state say, "Yo, I'm here to protect the child." Yeah. And they were like, "Well, it ain't a child yet." Well, now we got an argument because is it is or is it ain't? Yeah. And then that's where you, in certain courts, a court in 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 Texas say, "No, nigga, this is a child at six weeks." And the other person like, "No, it's not a child until it come out." Yeah. Because I forget what state they was eight months they was having abortion. Yeah. I'm like, yo, eight months, nigga. That's, and nigga, that's, you're killing a. <sighs> you can pull a human body out of that. Like three of my friends that yeah. I know in real. So, Dame, the, the co host on Shop Talk, my homeboy Mike, and uh, another one of my homegirls all had three premature children. They was yeah. all in 
the NICU together, <laughs> which is wild that I know three separate people who had premature childs and they all in there together and they all alive and well. You know what I'm saying? Today, this is like eight, nine, to it's nine years later. So how do you tell me like a, a, a six month old ain't a baby? And yeah. I know me personally that y'all haven't heard. Of, shit, two of them been on a shop talk before. Yeah. Uh, personally, who had children at six months, five and a half and six months who walking around nine year olds now. I'm like, yo, that's not no baby. Eh. That shit is wild, dog. Y'all got to just get it because I'm not. I'm not for or against. Just figure it what figure what it is out, and I'm whatever it's gonna be is gonna be. But yeah. y'all can't be going back and forth with it. Yeah, like yo, yes you are. Nope, no you ain't. Over here you is. Over here you ain't. And then some people are like, well, just stay out of it. Well, if eight months, yeah, somebody got to be like, maybe it has yeah. to be checks and balances. Yeah, you, you can't just. And I, I I get when motherfuckers be like like when Texas does some wild shit. And the response is, yo, like, why are these men being allowed to control? Not just men. It, it's, first of all, it's mad women in Congress. Um, <laughs> not just but men. more importantly, it, it remove the gender for a minute. And yes, the shit in Texas is fucking crazy. But in general, people creating laws around this shit, it needs to exist because you can't be killing children who are eight months old in the stomach. You know what I'm saying? And see, or in the womb. Because what's so funny is they do polls and right around six months, even people who pro, they get a little, yeah. Because, yo, we get, talking about, we're not talking about a fetus no more, dog. But, but see, this this is where you under, this is where you can try to have some sort of empathy for with the other side. Yeah. So just as you would feel about a child at eight months, somebody has that exact same feeling at five months. Yeah. And four months. And they like, yep. I can't believe in, I can't believe you would do this to a four month old. And yeah. the other person is like, yo, don't tell me what to do with my fucking body. Yeah. I'm not saying which one is right, but like the, the mentality of someone who could say, yo, eight months, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and then some people had that same feeling for each. And I just think that we are, I don't even know that we was ever supposed to have the ability to do any of this shit. Fam, we playing gods. That's why I like whoever came up with plan B. You got three days, nigga. After that, she pregnant. And you need to go buy a fucking bassinet, nigga. Figure it out. You got three days, nigga. Sperm, little wet spot still wet, nigga. <laughs> Come on. Figure it out, nigga. And if you don't figure it out by the end, it's, it's over. I think humans playing that guy role and it's, we not God. Fam, we doing that in so many fucking areas, dog. Like, even... COVID shit like you, you know what's funny man like when I got out the hospital here I am battling COVID severe fucking battle with COVID nigga was hospitalized two weeks fucking literally on bed rest for six additional weeks nigga we talking eight weeks of outwardly visible illness with this virus nigga and shout out to Chris Rock by the way prayers up for him he got uh, COVID he announced that sound like he not doing too well with it man so prayers up for him but here I am dealing with all this shit. Motherfuckers was hitting me like, <laughs> "Where the pod at, <laughs> nigga?" Not just where the pod at on some god god complex shit. Niggas was hitting me like, "Yo, aunt, you tried echinacea, I'm like nigga, <laughs> aunt, you nigga, sea moss, put that in your." And I'm like, "Fam, 
you know how much you have to consume on it's just like when motherfuckers think they eat one pineapple and they pussy tastes good like no nigga don't work like that you have to consume this shit you gotta listen to the song four times in a row (laughs) eat the pineapple (laughs) listen to the song fam recite the lyrics in the mirror (laughs) say Candyman five times say Rick Ross you gotta say pineapple five (laughs) imagine walking in the crib and you see your girl saying Rick Ross five times But get, no, dog. Get Kevin like, Hart to come you in. you can't eat one fucking uh, or consume one little dose of sea moss in now. COVID's gone. Like nigga, y'all think? Oh man, it's like when I tell people I have chronic insomnia, and they be like, "Nigga, you ever took melatonin?" Like, nigga, have you ever done drug? Yes, I've fucking taken melatonin, nigga. Oh man, all right, dog. Let's get into uh into this raisin cannon, man. We got a voice note from the third member of the pod, Rob Silva, aka Symphony. Um, yo. We we going we gonna talk about. I don't, she better not do my dog like that again. I didn't like her. To, Rock is fucking toxic, nigga. And we gonna talk about it. But let's see what Rob said first, man. What's up, fellas? This episode. We came with the energy. Hold on, why am I getting a phone call, nigga? I am potting. I just posted Kanan this shit. Was tremendous until Kanan shot Fat Face Omar Epps. Why? Why are we repeating storylines and scenes from when Tariq killed Ghost in the first power? I I don't understand the recycling of storylines. Um, all I can say is maybe that's why Caden fell in love with Tariq because Tariq was going through the same shit he was going. I don't know. Anyway, uh. Kudos to London Brown, my favorite actor on the show. He is bodying Marvin. And why do I feel, and i like to hear what you fellas think, why do I feel he's dying in this 10th and final episode? Um, I think him and or Symphony gets murdered on the season finale. Looking forward to hearing you guys' thoughts. Talk to you soon. I actually agree with you, Rob. Um, I think Uncle Marvin has acted his role out the best out of everybody. He's always in character. He's believable in everything he's doing. When he fucks up, I believe him because he seems like a fuck up. When he shoots niggas, I believe him because he seems like the nigga that's going. And when he went into little boosy mode, I believe it. Like, <laughs> I believe everything this nigga is doing. When he said, when he looked at Cannon said, nigga, she ain't going to kill you, but she'll kill me. Yeah, I believe him. I think he is doing his damn thing on this show. Um, I agree with y'all ninety nine point nine percent of the way, and that point one percent came from last week's end, which we did not discuss. After he pulled Lulu out that fire oh, and dropped down to his knees and said, "Ah!" I didn't notice until the recap this week, fam. <laughs> I I had it in my notes, but I forgot to fucking talk about it on the pod last week because we were doing just it was such a good episode that one part didn't like sit with me but it was so standout other than that i agree um i think he's absolutely killing this role this week in particular that scene with him and rock in the uh the religious chambers at the hospital that was fucking phenomenal from both of them i actually thought they both really did that scene but he went crazy on when he told her like, yo, let me let me speak my piece for a minute, dog. 
I'm the big brother. You, I, I raised y'all two niggas, dog. We we had a conversation about this. I don't know the. I don't know why y'all. It just seemed like y'all just get into their writing bag later on. Maybe yeah. they had to start with different. I don't know, but since episode six, they have been on a motherfucking tear. They really have been. Um, and I I know. A few people have told me like, yo, I listen to y'all pod. I'm going to keep listening to it, but I can't get into the show. It start off too slow for me. I really do encourage some of y'all to keep pushing through because it did start off kind of slow, kind of random. Did. But man, they have really reached a stride these last few episodes. And I'm impressed, dog. And, and going into the finale, this is we already know finales are hard to fucking do. Right. We We know it's a good chance they fucked us up, but. I'm encouraged by the momentum they have going into episode 10, dog. I tell you what. I don't need Rock's accent. I don't. It was too much this episode. Yeah. Her her jaw tightness is so obvious. Everybody uh, trying to talk like 50 Cent. Yeah. Like Kanan? Yeah. He doing that 50 voice. I hate it. Uh, and Unique, I don't need this accent. Yo, I need them to go into whatever like level of accent they was on. I think that was episode 7. When which, he was just talking. When he was just being Joey Badass from New York. You didn't have to give him an accent. He's already from New York. You literally have a New York accent. I don't need Rob Silva to be more New York when he sends in voice notes, nigga. I can tell where you from, dog. It it it, it, it um it distracts me. Yeah. Yeah. Um that don't mean he's cause he not killing the character. Mm-hmm. It just distracts me. It's actually really I'm I'm gonna be very honest. I'm impressed with Joey Badass on this show. Like, and I was impressed with him. I know he's on uh, Wu Tang. Is he on Wu Tang? Or am I mixing that up? I never. No, no, no. He's not on Wu Tang. I'm, I'm mixing that up. But he's been in other shit. Mr. This is Robot? Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey Badass has been in other stuff. This is not his first acting job. So it's not some like, oh shit, he can really act. Like, no, I actually know that he can't act. I've seen more Joey Badass um, movies and. And TV shows, then I've listened to his songs. Yeah, my and that's not that's not a knock because yeah. he can rap. He really can't rap. The nigga can't really rap. Um, and again, I've I've said a million times, he's not from the era that he came up in. Like this era that he's rapping in, no, he absolutely should have been one of them boom bap type niggas because that's his vibe, dog. And he could rap his ass off. He can act his ass off. Y'all don't need him to overact. He don't need to stress, nigga. I couldn't tell if he was hyping up a drug crew or a football team. I was really confused at the tone they was trying to set for that, dog. I know what they were doing. And um they did it anyway. Yeah. Um I, I mean <laughs> I mean, I guess we can talk about it. But like, and uh to to Rob Silver's note, he said um he thinks Uncle Marvin and possibly Symphony will die in episode ten. I've been saying for weeks that I think either one of the uncles or Raquel, somebody's gonna die. I stand by that. I can see it being Uncle Marvin specifically because Uncle Marvin fucking gonna go to jail again. If Lulu was gonna die, he was already dead. We didn't need to bring him back to only kill him in episode ten. So you can take Lulu out of it. Um, I have been thinking for a few episodes in a row that Symphony's gonna get killed, fucking with Rock. Like he gonna be there when they come at her, and he gonna get hit. Now I'm wondering. Shit, is he gonna get killed? Like it might be some shit with this white girl. He done threw the little. Hey, oh, by the way, tell Marvin stop fucking with Tony, nigga. I'm like, ah, Tony might stick some some of them cops on your black ass. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I could see Symphony dying, though. Um, I think it might just go away. He might just go away. He even been in these last episodes. He been in, like, the first two episodes. Hey, fam, right? it's only so many times Raquel gonna hold me, bro. Like, 
call me a little <laughs> about time you manned up like i thought that shit myself though oh yeah he should have been told her fuck you like, like three four episodes ago i'm dog. like look i know you out here you i know you out here the man in these streets but when we come on this motherfucker you better relax and who, first off who fucking who who and who is the man in these streets where your flex where your muscle at because i snapped your fu- see this is what you that all that perceived power i will beat the shit out you like the bookman did Fam. not that that's what you're trying to yeah. do but like you gotta relax you're not tough fam there's some i want to ask you because on these last few episodes uh specifically the last two because we haven't we she haven't seen of, this she is a killer though she did shoot a nigga in the head so yeah yeah <laughs> we give her that we give her that um but the last two episodes and last three. Anybody selling drugs on this motherfucker, dog? Because they stopped when the blue caps came out. And am I supposed to believe that we just done getting money? To the they were selling drugs last week, and they was basically saying this. So, it's so our shit about to be over. It's dry. And yeah. It's not even worth us being out there. Um, cause we got a couple people on the corners, but it's not worth. Matter of fact, yeah, they because they ran through and gave niggas um. The guns to tool up because they know it's gonna be beef. So they're fucking we unique. I ain't seeing you. We haven't seen any of this shit. Fam, they said unique took over all the rock corners. She defeated, far as I know. Like that, you done if I have all your blocks and I have our connect. We're not using the corners no more. So y'all can have them. But what are y'all doing? Cause y'all ain't going back. Did they go back to the gas station and not say it? No. I mean, so the plan is to do everything running out of the towers. Mm. We just got to get the connect. Well, what we got to do is kill the cop. And then once the cop is dead, then we got the connect. I don't give a fuck about them corners. Them corners are going to be dead. Yeah. We're going to we, we gonna be running the shit out to, out to uh, the Carter. Yeah, they're trying to create. They got two apartments. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Nino would never. So now it makes sense why he went and took Unique Jacket. Because yeah. this was after after uh, she told him the cop got a guy. And then he took the jacket. So... She had this whole plan, like, yo, it got to be you to... They, All of that makes sense if you kill the cop. Yeah. If the cop doesn't die... <laughs> I think he did. I, I don't think he Omar. did. I think he made that. Well, they show him next week breathing. Oh, I didn't watch they, I never watched it. I never see the fucking... So on the trailer, they show him being wheeled through the hospital. He got the oxygen mask on. He bleeding out of everything. Why didn't he But he's alive. Twice in the sh- In the chest and, in and the not head. in the head, like she told him. No clue, but he do everything bad, fam. He literally fucks up everything. So the whole shit with the jacket makes sense. It's a great plan if everybody saw Unique's fucking Dapper Dan jacket go kill this cop. But when the cop says, "Hey, I'm your dad," and oh, that's not your jacket, and then he don't die, nigga, never say I'm your dad. Yeah, he ain't never say I'm your dad, but he said that's not your jacket. I wanted to mention to Rob because that's not him killing his father because he don't know that's his father. Um, but I knew what they were trying to do when they kept going back and forth to 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 unique hyping this team up and then going back to Rock because Rock they wanted to seem like yo you about to go kill unique but the whole yeah. time like I know you it won't it's supposed to be like this big reveal that he was going to kill his father uh and it was like <gasps> but like I saw that shit coming a mile away yeah I um because they it, it they built up too much sus- suspense. Also, I think they wasted about 10 minutes with that scene uh, with Rock showing Kane how to shoot again. Like, we already did that. We went down to the beach to do this. I thought they wasted too much time in the church. 
Yeah. Um, like that scene was just too long. You could have still had it. Mm-hmm. I didn't need that scene to be as long. Because it started out really fucking active. Like, yo, we came out the gate with the niggas at the hospital. Um, Early on, they come up, they pay the nurse off. She give them the bag with the unis and the badges. I'm like, oh, shit, it's about to go the fuck down. Uh, Omar Epps pulled up. He saw all of this happening out the corner of his eye while he was smoking his square. Unique, you sent the most two obvious don't work at the hospital looking niggas I've ever seen in my life, bro. One of them niggas look like Jay Electronica. Or orderly niggas. You know, orderlies in the 90s, they may have had a little high top. That nigga fade was too high. It was like, all right, your high top is unorderly, motherfucking. Facts, nigga. Like, you don't even have a fucking, uh, the little scrub thing on. Oh, real quick. The beginning of the shit, pardon me. Whole reason all this got set off. Another missed fucking hit. Uncle Marvin goes out. Him and Project Pat pull up in a dirty van. They go to shoot Unique. I was wondering, like, why you with this nigga? I said, you with Project Pat who just snitched on Nephew. But initially, I thought, okay, well, Rock kicked him off the crew. He just trying to fucking ride with whoever get in the car with him. But why? You miss everything. You missed everything. You didn't hit one nigga out there. Yeah, yeah. Or no, he did hit one nigga. One nigga got hit. Nigga had a drum and got one nigga. And caught one nigga. They went around the entire car, circled that bitch, and you caught one nigga. Y'all got shot at closer than you shot at them, bro. Like, in real life, I don't know what gun they were shooting with, but if it had a drum, that shit going through that bulletproof window, dog. That bulletproof glass. uh, All right, fine. You got to pay a top dollar for that bitch to to stop um, rifle rounds higher than like a, say, 762 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But apparently he has. But that car is heavy as fuck. Yeah. If that, and that window is thick as fuck and them doors are thick as... You can't even, you can't even bulletproof off every car. And here's the thing, bro. You telling me this shit was bulletproof, but I sat there and watched bullets pierce that motherfucker. No, that was... So at first, that's what I thought it was, but that's not what it was. That was a... They were getting caught in the glass. They were just got certain. you. They so it was it was hitting that first pain. I yeah, got you. Yeah. Okay, so even if that was happening, how do we not hit the other 12 niggas Unique was walking yeah. with? All the mother niggas should be dead. Them niggas should be dead. They shit wasn't bulletproof. And nah. they were standing there shooting. Like they should be gone. Fam, I, I was so pissed off at that scene, dog. Or uh, it's only going to take a couple, even a bulletproof window. So it's going to take a couple. I'll get through spot. it. That's what I'm... So, I and I said this shit um, when I watched it last night. I said, why the fuck are they circling around the car? Stay there. Stay on that spot, nigga. That door, you good, nigga. But I'm like, they moved Project Pat driving the fucking van like Jeff. Ah. Bro, it pissed me off so bad. But he fucks up the hit. You come at the king, you missed again. You did the same shit Lulu did to Warrell. You saw how that turned out for Lou. They came and burned his fucking house down with him in it. Nigga. That nigga 0 for 3. Fam. 0 for 3. I'm so unimpressed by the the Stark family right now, and they like jobs at murdering. And then he gonna shoot Project Pat, which I wasn't mad at. Clearly, hey, nigga snitched on your nephew. Fuck it. And nigga was, oh man, they try to put six murders on me. They ain't gonna give Kanan no time. He only fifteen. Nigga, you're about to die. I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna work with you. Never again, heard, bro. That never worked on anybody in the history well, of, of drugs. That nigga said, "Please hear me out." <laughs> okay, I have a fucking gun in your face. No, nigga, I'm shooting you in the cheek, and I'm out of here. Then we get to the hospital where Lulu at. Lulu in a coma. 
they got him in a coma till his lungs cool off. Um, the little famous sister is there. I, I don't try to make her like somebody I'm cool with. I, and I thought she was ratchet there. I was waiting for uh for for Rock to get with to kind of check her on nigga. If fuck you mean if he make it, bitch. We all here because he's gonna make it. Yeah, I, I I didn't like that at all, and I just wasn't a fan of. Her being there, like, fam, you, y'all had just, he literally had just told you, fuck get on. the fuck up the last time we saw you. So that's why y'all gonna be a broke ass bitch ass. <laughs> yeah, like, eh, I, I ain't dig it. Or but whatever, fab, I mean, whatever. Just <laughs> the fab. So he was in there, um, he laid out, he in a coma, she chilling with Rock. And then we see Big Face Omar pull up. He goes smoke his, his little cigarette. He see the two niggas get the, uh, the uniforms from the nurse. And apparently, in two seconds, the niggas took a long time. They, they did take a lot. They was going through a lot of floors. I yeah, thought it was because <laughs> when they first showed where the nurse was like talking to the cop, like distracting them, I'm like, oh, that's a Lulu room right there. Them niggas had to get on the elevator. They fucking had uh, lunch boxes full of gats, nigga. It was like, all right, bro, y'all doing a lot. Y'all done took a gurney. Like, why y'all got two styrofoam? Lunches on top of a gurney, like they don't even look. And why is it two people pushing one gurney? Like it don't. Why did y'all grab the gurney? (laughs) You got the uniforms and the badges. Just get on the elevator, dog. Like it ain't like they had like one nigga was under the gurney. Yeah, and then he would hop up with the. Y'all about to take his body? Yeah, (laughs) I was so confused at the use of the gurney. Then they finally get up to the room. Fortunately, Big Face Omar tipped uh, tipped him. They wouldn't have got Lulu out of there that quick though. Again, but they got Lulu and uh, and Raquel and them out the room. And when them niggas walked in there to shoot, Big Face Omar and two cops was right there for the arrest. Took them out. Rock was like, oh, them unique people. It got to go down, nigga. Omar was like, look, ain't shit going down till I meet my son. <laughs> I need this bone marrow. This nigga said, I've been gave you long enough. Like, my nigga, you see what's going Damn, on, You right? see what I'm dealing with right now, right? <laughs> they actively coming to kill me. Man, like. It's- they wasn't just coming to shoot. Him, they was gonna shoot me because they figured I was here too. Kind of, kind of hard to reunite my kid with his long known father, um, and I'm getting murdered every day. But she told him, "Look, man, if I if I introduce you to Canaan, if I set that up, nigga, you gotta go hit a unique little." Taylor, hit the Taylor shop, nigga. Like, I'm tired, nigga. Me and my people getting hit. So go fuck up the Taylor shop and we good. Nigga, Omar was, he's sick of her shit. He's sick of her shit. He like, look, I'm finna die. I ain't getting no, why won't he tell her? You need her permission legally for Kanan to even be able to do the shit. You're not going to get it. Because look, this, this would have been him like, listen, this my son. I'm about to die. I need a fucking bone marrow transplant. Yeah. You prove this shit, then you good on these streets. Fam. I'm only fucking with him. Like, make it worth something. Yeah, like, nigga, I would have told Rock would have been the first person I called when I realized all that shit. And guess what? Once I get my bone marrow, I'm going to rest your dumb ass anyway. Because, like, what you going to do? Because then take I'm it back? active, nigga. I'm out here. <laughs> you going to take it back? <laughs> Cancer free. I'm coming up on you with the bell, nigga. Like, fuck. And it's like, yeah, nigga, I got my marrow. I'm going to arrest you, and I'm going to make sure Kanan good. Boom, done. Because my son ain't going to fucking prison. How about that? Instead, oh God, I the nigga no attachment to this nigga. I just met him. Or that nigga. <laughs> hey, the only attachment I got was the marrow, nigga. I, fuck out of here. I still ain't got no blood test. 
Fam. Because who said you wasn't fucking somebody else too? Nigga, who said you wasn't fucking DEFCON? I don't just believe you yeah. telling me, oh, that nigga was left handed. So oh, did he fuck? Maybe he was uh, ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what y'all call it? <laughs> that nigga was bi- bi- bidextrous. <laughs> Shit. Yo, we got a name of the episode called Ambidextrous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> called that nigga bidextrous. <laughs> I don't even want to know how to spell that, <laughs> nigga. But um, I all right. I got a question, and I don't want this shit to be offensive, nigga. Omar Epps is the fucking black legend, real life. That's he. He's a legend, dog. We love Omar Epps. Is that makeup or is something going on with this nigga's skin for real, dog? Like he looked. I think it's just the show. He looked very. It was throwing me this episode. They trying to make him look. Like he getting sicker. Yeah, because he don't look that way on on This Is Us or Got You. Okay. Cause I I was really like it hit me like a point of concern at a certain point. And what's another shitty? I think he like in um sniper or some shit like in two D. In two D. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was I was a little concerned with his look, man. But all right, if he if he looking healthier on everything else, then we cool. Um, my favorite scene in the whole fucking episode was Nicole parents down at the fucking police station, dog. Her mom is out to put jukebox in the fucking jail, nigga. Period. You gotta go under the jail for murder. <laughs> you murdered my daughter. That's why I'm like, I don't I don't believe that she should get caught with a murder. Unless we're gonna we gonna we gonna charge your daughter with fucking strong arm robbery. <laughs> nigga. I was literally at the dance your daughter was supposed to be at. I wasn't even here. I wasn't there at all, dog. But they was down there talking to uh, the, the fake Angie Valdez cop, and they was telling her, like, yo. Like, we- wh- why did, first off, why did the police tell them that other police told them to let them go? That's none of Damn, your business. Why do they know that? That really was, yeah, we heard you let that girl go. So, but y'all, y'all wouldn't talk to the, the two patrol officers specifically who, yeah like how do, how do you get in contact with them two officers not only how do you get in contact with them but like why would they ever release that info like yeah we got a call from a detective at you know the fucking you know that's against the law my nigga my nigga y'all project pat out here as far as i'm concerned you snitching but the officers told the parents we got a call from a detective she told us to let fucking jukebox go and it was detective that worked with Omar Epps. So they went down there to go see her. They said, look, we want this bitch charged with murder. She murdered our daughter. She gave her the drugs that she OD'd on. Like, get her the fuck out of here. The husband's sick of her shit. Like, nigga, we don't even know that she got the drugs for her. But she wouldn't, like, we don't even know that she wasn't doing drugs before her. Fam, the only thing fake Angie Valdez is even interested in is the fact that this was a blue cap. Yeah. That's the only thing. I don't give a fuck what your daughter was doing with the blue cap. I just know that, oh, shit, that dirty ass crack that just killed 20 heads last week. It killed a white girl over in fucking Manhattan. nigga. I'm kind of over this uh, jukebox. Don't say nothing. Just stare and do the cry eyes thing. Like, all right. Okay. The first couple of times, like, all right, I get it. But like now, stop with this. I'm just going to look at you and never say nothing. Let's let's keep it a buck, man. I don't want to hear two occasions ever again in my life. They have fucked up the whole shit for me. I don't ever want to hear two occasions in my life, dog. I thought this was going to be another episode we get without Jukebox singing. My nigga. And they're going to find a way. That's in our contract. When Marvin stomped that tape out, I clapped. 
I, cl- I stood up in my fucking living room and clapped. Because fuck you, ovation. Juke. I am tired of hearing you, dog. When he choked her, I was like, get her voice box. Get her voice box. <laughs> Yo, I just recognized what this nigga Marvin said, dog. Yo. Like, I saw somebody in the in the This Week in Culture thread when he said, are y'all Lebanese? You, you Leban-? I thought he was saying, like, the white girl was from, like, a different country or some nah, shit. Nah. I didn't realize until I saw nah, how it was felt like, yo, this nigga meant le- a lesbian? From a, from a different country, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> car- yo. <laughs> yo, Marvin said, oh, what, you some girl faggot? I was like, damn. <laughs> yo. Soon as she opened the door. She's like, girl, dad. <laughs> Hashtag girl, dad. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo. Yo. Hashtag girl. <laughs> girl, dad. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, girl. man. Huh. That was. Let's we can about, end the pod right there. Let's talk about this scene, dog. I was so conflicted in these scenes. <sighs> Well, right. I won't say so conflicted. That was so, many conflicted because <laughs> he was whelmed. Yeah, he was whelmed. <laughs> I, was, I was slightly overwhelmed with, with, <laughs> with a bunch of shit that was going on. All right. So uh, the the scene set up. Marvin was hoping. Rock told Kanan, "Hey, I'm gonna put you to work, nigga. You want to be in the game? I thought about it." You know what? You are a Stark. You in this family. You want us, nigga. I can't keep you from it. Go get with your Uncle Marvin. Get some guns. We about to put this shit to work. So while Marvin's helping this nigga get some guns, getting them together, cleaning the gats, loading them up, getting ready for fucking war. I want Cannon to chill the fuck out. Fuck is you always so goddamn happy for? And fuck is you always joking and joking and shit. First of all, when Cannon, real quick, before we get to that scene, real quick, when Cannon came to the spittle, after the shit happened with Lulu, he was like, why they, why they change Uncle Lulu room? She was like, yeah, Unique has some hitters come down here to finish the job. Woo, woo, woo. For real? For real? They trying to kill us, kill us? <laughs> Kanan, do you know what the fuck you in? Do you know what game this is, dog? Kanan, do you recognize this is all your fucking fault? Uh, the entire set of events, right? My nigga, we had a smooth operation going, My nigga, bro. every single thing that has went wrong in this whole fucking series is Kanan's fault you killed d wiz literally you did literally you killed the 120 <laughs> 100 grand or whatever his nigga name is and by default you started all that shit you got your man's killed you got us in the <laughs> beef <nigga> said <laughs> 100 grand um yeah you killed the buck 20 nigga for nothing you wanted this girl guess what she in foster care <laughs> jokes on you <laughs> the system wins again nigga then you wanted his eight ball jacket. He wasn't even wearing it. You couldn't even rob nigga. You you you, do, you, do, you started selling crack and cooking it, and you killed twenty people. Fucking and you killed your your uh, cousin girlfriend. I thought that's what he she was gonna tell Rock. Like yeah. you know, I got that that shit from Kanan. Yeah, because when Rock was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, what happened to your friend, nigga?" It's Kanan's fault. Somebody got to tell on this nigga, dog. Like, I thought she would be madder. I really, because even last week when she told that nigga, I don't blame you. I'm like, hey, bitch, I do. I blame that nigga. Now, granted, nigga, who told I'll you to s- keep that shit in your book bag? And I also blame Nicole, because who told you to smoke crack? But, hey, clearly, it's blame to go around this motherfucker. But anyway, when Marvin is getting this nigga set up with the guns, Kanan, 
jovial as fuck like we not at fucking war and could get killed at any moment like his uncle ain't sitting there half burned from saving his brother nigga said your mama told me to give you a gun she told me to give me a gun me a gun nigga you about that nigga said your nuts is about to drop nigga man up like fuck dog i i can't deal with this 15 year old shit right now so then he like you know what man unk i'll be cool if you play some better music my nigga do you know what we're doing you trying you want me about the music in this motherfucker? So Uncle Marvin, like, you know what, fucking, let me go get a tape out of jukebox room. So so nigga, shut the fuck up, do what he need to do. He go up in juke room, he look for a tape, woo woo woo. Now he found several tapes. <laughs> he didn't grab none of them. <laughs> no, he looked at Mitch like, fuck out of here. He <laughs> and that nigga was, Mitch's back. He, he wasn't with all the shit he found. So then he started going through her drawers, didn't see none in the first two. Woo woo woo. He get to the bottom when it's stuck a little bit. Now let's let's let, let's just let's just get to this right here, dog. Now, i tell you why I was, I was many conflicted. Okay. It's 2021. Big facts. That was 1990. 91. That's yeah. 30 years ago. Yep. A lot of shit didn't change in 30 years. Right? Like, um, a lot of, there's been a lot of education over the last 30 years. Facts. Um, I'm not surprised that he was mad or that his girlfriend was Lebanese. I mean, his, his daughter was Lebanese. Mm -mm. Um, that's that, that doesn't, that I'm not shocked at that. Right. Just as, uh, her parents was upset when she found out that their daughter was Lebanese. <laughs> uh, with yeah. you, like that's not the part. So well, upset. They racism came out by yeah. mistake. They weren't even trying now in 2021. I understand that. Yo, you supposed to love your daughter regardless of the fact but like this is a a low educated alpha male in and out of prison drug like this is not the understanding nigga this is not the i'm gonna have a heart to heart and i'm just gonna understand your interpersonal connection type nigga you know what i'm saying the 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 part that that caused me concern initially yeah is like yo you spit in your father's face no no let me take that back the first one is like, yo, I'm trying to hurt you with my words. Yeah. I'm glad she did. Yeah. Like he was wilding, dog. Hold up. Fuck fuck hold up. But I'm but let's let's juxtapose this though. Uh -huh. Because it seems like he was really, really wilding, right? But a week before, damn near the identical conversation happened between Rock and Kanan, and we we was like, yes. Yeah. Like, nigga, I'm killed your boy. I killed your man. Yeah. Like I'm happy. I killed a person and I'm happy I did it because I did it because your dumb ass. It was like, yo. Oh, it was crazy. I'm basically a, a, a parent telling a son, I know your man's died. I'm happy he died because I had to do what I had to do. This is this where it got a little different from from Marvin compared to Rock. This is where it slightly went off course because I'm actually with you. I was like, eh, it's pretty much same scene. Yeah, parents smacking a kid down. Yeah. But then, then and, things and then it went left. But when he was, I was like, all right, Marvin fooling here. That nigga said, that's what God do to bitches who go against His will. I Ooh, said, oh shit, shit. oh shit. Because after you hit her with, I'm glad she did. It's already hurt. That's enough. That's what God do to bitches who go against his will? I said, Marvin, relax, nigga. Damn. Yes. He went a little farther. That's and that's when Juke. Far, that's not too far-fetched with what some people actually believe. I don't believe. Oh, it's 100% so what a lot of people believe. <laughs> uh, but what, What's funny is a lot of y'all only believe it with dudes. 
Yeah. That's the other part of that. <laughs> Y'all think uh <laughs> He was equal opportunity. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Marv yeah. let you know, nigga. <laughs> you and Lil Nas X can get it, nigga. But uh then the spit to the face. So that was her response. I he said like, that she spit, she hocked the loogie in that. I nigga saw it come. I was like, no, she's not about to do that. Yeah, <laughs> dog, she literally said <laughs> and did the whole little and And now I'm thinking like, oh. I thought he was about to beat her. Like standard, like physically, like pummeler. I thought it was gonna be like Kanan ran up and tackled. Where the fuck was Kanan? Did he? Did they show him leave? Yeah, he left. Okay, because I he was because he left while she was while he was watching the video. He came in, he turned the TV off, and was like, "You nigga, go take these guns and such and such. I'll be straight." And then he turned the TV back on, um, and watched the rest of the video. I got you, got you, got you. You're right, you're right. Um, huh? So she spit in his face. He smacked her. And then she sw- she wanted to scrap. She got some licks in too. Yeah. She was scrapping with her dad. What do you do? Hey, I've scrapped with my dad. I've told that story on here before. But like as a ma- but one, you're not supposed to hit a woman. Facts. Right? A child yeah. at that. Then but your daughter. What happens when your your child triple daughter layer, is spitting in your face and attacking? It's your your female child daughter. Woman yeah. daughter. Like you can't whoo. Like, that's a fucked up... Like, what are you supposed to do? She spit on you, and then she got two good licks in on that nigga. Like, she, like, was... Scr- like, I don't... What you supposed to do? No. Hey, shout out to Juke for and swinging. And I'm not saying nigga. what you're supposed to do, as in, like, this is what you're... I'm literally saying, like, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to ball up into a ball? Yeah. And just let him... Let her... Like, yeah. Because, you know... Do you grab her arms and just say, calm down? Like, I'm you still probably, your dad. You probably don't grab her by her fucking throat. Uh... I mean, unless unless you're tired of just singing. <laughs> if you're tired of just singing, you got to go for fucking juggler. That nigga, nigga with the Debo like, yeah, get knocked out like your mama used to. Dog, yo, back to the acting, the two of them in this scene? I thought he was going to kill her. I literally, the only reason I knew he wasn't killing her because I'm like, oh shit, Anika Noni Rose was hurt later. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> like, I was sitting there for a minute like, yo, Juke Eyes is starting to bulge out this motherfucker. Maybe maybe this is not the Juke that we thought. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, somebody else going to be called Juke. Like, they, she was playing football. Did she they ultimate warrior jukebox? <laughs> <laughs> she got the Juke moves. You know what I'm saying? This was somebody different. Something like you said, the Jew moves. <laughs> 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 fucking Lebanese. <laughs> oh, Yo, man. it was such a good it was a, a conflicting scene. And he was like, yeah, you, you <laughs> this nigga was funny. Yo. He was like, yeah, you can act like a nigga, but you ain't fight like a nigga. Yo, he was really and then it was like when he finally let her go and decided, I'm not killing my child. I'm not Canaan. And then he started crying. He backed up, started crying. Jew, and she got the fuck up and she just walked out and wore a little uh Tommy Hilfiger sweater or polo sweater all the way to the police station where I was really scared of what she was down there for. Now I was a little concerned with how they overdid her. I got beat up makeup in this scene because she got smacked one time. Yeah. Either her lip is busted or her eye is black. It well, wasn't both. Did he hit her more than once? No, no, no. He only hit her the once and then he choked her. I know he was tossing her ass around the room and yeah, shit. Yeah, he threw her. Her eye and lip wasn't both fucked up from that one smack. You got big ass hands, probably. <laughs> hey, first smack back. <laughs> got, got a Lebanese to back smack. This is for Juke up north. <laughs> uh, getting full on that. Back smack. Sorry. Getting full on that cat snack. <laughs> Oh, oh man, we are going to <laughs> um. 
episode eight. We called it a few weeks ago. Shout out to everybody else who said it uh, on on the comments on the Twitter, Twitter and Facebook and all that shit. The detective is grooming jukebox. Yo, I thought Rob was about to be right. Them niggas went over. Yo, <laughs> it got a little intimate, nigga. I'm like, y'all niggas went to Mulholland Falls to look at the moon and shit together. Like, what the fuck is going on here, dog? This nigga said Mulholland Falls. <laughs> That's what they like. Yo, this was yo, this was, this was interesting. Yo, dog. if y'all don't get the fucking reference, dog, and I I don't even know what to tell you, nigga. Go look it up, bro. Just type in Mulholland on your phone and go from there that nigga huh. was the, he was at the, the spot where marty mcfly socked it <laughs> he had to stop him and his biff from getting with his mom and shit like yo yeah that was that uh what they be calling it in the movies when you in california you gonna make out lookout point yeah they was up at lookout point i'm like yo it's about to go down i seen saved by the bell i know what they do up here nigga. and why you going why you hanging with the police outside of going to get italian ices and shit Huh. So the cop, the lady detective, she approached Juke earlier in the episode or earlier in the day, rather, before she got into the fight with her dad. And she was letting her know, like, yo, Nicole, parents want me to charge you with murder because Juke was down at the uh, cemetery, down at the grave site. She walked up on her. First of all, how you knew I was down here, though? <laughs> well, she going to be <laughs> the, also a fact. nigga. She don't boost no more. She don't sing. We're famous. Go. Our song ain't taking off. Like, what's going on, man? So she walked up on her like, yo. Nicole's parents want me to charge you with murder, man. They know the fucking drugs and all that shit came from you. My problem is I had somebody tell me them blue caps came from your cousin, Kanan. What? No, they got shame from him. And she was like, man, Kanan don't even. What? Whole time. She's like, oh, shit, let me page. And then she's like, yo, I'm gay. <laughs> I used to have a girlfriend in high yo. school. And high school is real. You know, I know y'all be trying to act like the, our, 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 our girlfriends don't matter in high school, but they do. Yeah. And I did some other shit like you. And mm -hmm. we should bond. And it was very. Maybe we should be together. <laughs> Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. I don't like the angle that they taking with this. No, that's um, all you gotta do to bond with somebody. It's just some, be share some trauma. And now you're gonna tell me everything in your deepest, darkest secrets. Yo, and that's Juke told her like, is this the part where we fucking share our traumas and become friends? You, you you share that you gay, and I tell you all the shit to get my cousin arrested. Yeah, it you, don't work like that. Cause you had a girlfriend. <laughs> like I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, and not only that, bro. Like. <laughs> I'm straight, Jay straight. Nigga, us being straight is not the reason it's my friend, nigga. Like, we didn't just connect like, oh, you straight, I'm straight too. The homies, like, it don't work like that. So whatever the cop's angle is, is kind of like, um, eh, it's weak. It's very loose. But apparently the shit worked because after she got beat up, Jukebox went right back down to the precinct. And was like, yo, come meet me in the dark under this tree real quick. But that's only after Rock told her it's good to have friends but the police. Oh, yeah. Rock did. Because she was like, Nigga, I ain't no friend with no cops. She was like, look, I, I know you ain't. But Rock had her share some bad information and basically intel. Yeah. Um, about was that unique unique spot getting hit. Yeah. And then she shared that intel. Now. The cop think, hey, I got an end. She's finally giving me shit. And, da, da, da. and it's like, all right. Rock was um Rock was on her ghost this episode. The way she was lining shit up. Like 
not that everything worked properly because again you sending cannon in there to kill omar and then at least from the preview Omar's not immediately dead. We know that he got some life to him, and he know he, it was Kanan. He got shot at least twice. Yeah. Why didn't you do the three? Both to the chest. She literally said two to the chest, one to the head. Now you know he did. Nope. Two to the chest, and let him go to the hospital. <laughs> like, And he was very fucking alive, at least in one scene where they bring him in the hospital. If he dies later in the episode, cool. But he alive enough that now he can talk. He can be like, uh, son, are you dead? Bam, bam. Now I can't even go know his dad was a cop. And it's like, if he don't say, son, I'm your dad, he can also just say, yo, so was the plan, Stark shot me. So bro. was the plan to give him a unique jacket, shoot the cop, and then run away so people can be like, yo, I saw unique running away? Like, yeah. Because if not, what was... And I, I think that that was the plan, but if the plan is not executed... Well, niggas is going to say, I saw Unique running away. And then Omar Epps is going to be like, no, that wasn't Unique. That was Kanan Stark. Yeah. There he is right there. Get him. And I'm also like, is it not DNA in the jacket? It's 91. They ain't doing it. Yeah, true. You, you're right about that. Um, Especially not for niggas. Facts. Huh, what else happened on this episode, man? Uh, Lulu woke up. Lulu woke up. His girl was there. I did notice when he realized it was her and everybody else wasn't in the room at the time. He was like, fuck is everybody? Nigga. And she act like she was so surprised. Oh, shit, nigga. They said you was going to die. Yeah. Fuck is you still here for? I think she's just trying to buy her way I, in. She really on this like money it. shit. And I don't, I'm not digging it, dog. Leave that nigga alone. But, um, all right. Let's, let's talk predictions for a minute, man. We got episode 10 coming up. It's the finale. <sighs> Does anybody major die? I, I I know we talked about Uncle Marvin potentially, Symphony potentially. Anybody you think? Anybody else? I guess. I don't think die so. and or go to prison. I can see somebody getting arrested, um, but I don't think nobody. I don't know that somebody's gonna die. I'm wondering how the fuck. I mean, because it's it's kind of early for all for any of these people to die on the first season. Uh. Like I can see if like, cause like when go when 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 Power first started off, we didn't know who Amari Harwick was. Yeah, we didn't know Tom. We didn't know if one of them had died, it'd have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, but like shit, Julio ain't died till season five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But everybody in this show, like, there's other than Rock. I don't. I didn't know who Rock was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or Symphony. I don't know. Symphony not like that big of an actor. He's been in some shit, but yeah. Like, Omar going, I mean, Omar, Omar Epps character going out first season is kind of like, eh, it's kind of wild. Kind of, It kind of defeats the purpose of him ever being there because he hasn't, you know what well, I'm saying? My thoughts on, because um, I, I asked somebody else's question earlier in the group chat and uh, they said that Omar Epps, even if he is still alive when the episode starts next week, he's going to die. And I was like, eh, they built up this story, not just about him as a cop. Him and his relationship with Raquel, him being Kanan's dad, him having a bone marrow. Fam, it's like nine stories from Omar Epps in season one. I don't see them killing that off immediately. Because if he dies, does Kanan never, does he die with Kanan never knowing that his dad was a cop? Or who his dad was? Could be. But like, I don't see that how he can go on. So, all right, you get out the, you get out the hospital, did what? You know who killed you. He clearly Kanan. I mean, Kanan didn't go to jail for that. 
And well, you, I mean, I'm not. You know, who killed you? But who you shot, know who you? shot yeah. you? And you know who set that up? Like so, <sighs> who shot you? They got to start that next week. Um, oh, that wasn't out in '91. Um, all right, so you know who shot you? You know his mama set it up. Is this how we get rid of Rock? Yo, he lives, and then and now I got to take Raquel down. Fuck Kane, I'm not gonna kill my son. I'm not gonna kill that nigga. I'm not. I might not do that to Kaden because I need your bone marrow. Yeah, but I might make my life fucking career goal about taking Raquel down. She just tried to kill me. I'll kill you again. I mean, she might. She might go after. And who's to say he doesn't die in season two? But but guess what? I don't even really need you to die. I just needed to shoot you. Mm-hmm. And you'd go to, because now the plug know that I'm legit. So now I get my dope turned back on. Yeah. That's why she was like, yo, you, you are the key to this whole family. Yeah. So yeah. I think the drug is gonna get turned back on. I think Unique gonna probably gonna fall for the murder. Yeah, he gonna go to prison or he gonna go to jail, and she gonna get a little bit of life out, and then somehow he gonna be doing shit from inside, and maybe the the second grade nigga, the second under under lieutenant or whatever, yeah, the world he, nigga, he goes up a little bit and um pulls. Who has the penalty that I have in my closet right now? Yeah, so I don't know how. Um. Yeah, one of them niggas had an A-Rex that I have currently, and I don't understand. Um, but the uh, the reason that I'm thinking, so Omar might be, if he lives, he might be like, okay, I know Rock set this up. I know who shot me specifically. I'm going to still say it was unique to get in their good graces so they can know, trust me. I got y'all back, and so I can get back into, I also need Kanan's bone marrow, so please. I'll take a bullet for my life. I'll take a bullet if it saved my life. I'll take two if it saved my life. So I think he lives, and I think that he maybe sides Kanan with. could have just shot the nigga in the head and called this shit a day. I mean, it could have been a whole thing, but, you know, it's it's the same way, hey, Ghost set Kanan on fire and didn't shoot him again. He just left his body there, and then all of a sudden he gets out. He was battling over a gun, but the gun got tossed to him. He had to, he stabbed him with the little glass in the stomach and then set the room on fire. And it's like, yeah, shoot the nigga, dog. Kill him. Take the glass, slit his throat. Like, make sure whoever you came there to kill is dead at the end. That's what you gotta do. Um, jukebox and Marvin. Relationship over. It was never a relationship to begin yeah, with. That's also a fact. Oh, he did say some interesting shit too when they was uh when he was yelling at her. He said same shit your mama did. Mom gay, Latoya Luckett. She coming on here gay. I don't know what the fucking. He sounded upset. Whatever mom did, he was mad at dog. But it gave a little life into what we might expect with Latoya Luckett's character next season. Um, I think this is the moment where jukebox starts working on becoming a cop. Like officially, I don't. She about to befriend the the lesbian detective. I think Rock is gonna push her to be a dirty cop. Mm. If anything, Rock and Lulu the only two she even listened to. So I could see Rock saying, "Yo," because I can get it if she was on some super. You know, I want to fix everything, but nigga, she was a dirty cop. She was a horribly dirty cop. Like she was really fucking bad, dog. Um, murderous drugs, lean, all kinds of shit. It made Kanan look like a super hoe because you killed, you killed Juke. Wow. For Kanan. Yeah. I mean, for, for uh, uh, Tariq. Tariq. Yeah. Like, you killed Juke. 
You Nigga. killed your fam. And seeing yo, seeing this backstory, but you know what though? You killed her and her love. You killed her. You killed Nicole. You killed your son. Canaan's really a You killed your father. You killed your son. Ooh. You killed your cousin. The Holy Ghost, nigga. Canaan did too much, dog. Uh the way this episode went off, it was funny. Cause they kind of showed Rock. This could have been the season finale. It could have been. Um this show ain't about Kanan it's just not like it's a lot of stories that connect to Kanan it's about Raquel dog and I, I feel like the feel last like this goddamn shit is about Juke shit <laughs> that's the <laughs> the last three episodes or, or four episodes I think the reason I've, I've found them more entertaining is because we've taken it off of Kanan being the central point like him being the focal point and his friends him and Famous and D-Wiz and all that bullshit from episodes one through five that wasn't gonna carry it dog once we got into the adult stories and the stories about the shit that matters. And then we pull Juke in and Nicole do the crack and OD. This is all interesting shit. And this is the shit that I think will carry the show to where it needs to go. So I'm interested to see what the finale looks like. Um, we got a BMF next week, dog. Yeah, I guess they're trying to do a lead in. So we taking, we going from Kanan right into episode one of BMF, man. Um, I'm very excited. Very fucking excited to see that. I hope it's done better. Um, Raising Canaan has definitely improved as the, the season went on. But BMF, I don't know, man. We all just, it's its that really weird, like, fucking connection to BMF and Detroit and Meech and that whole thing. And it's just like, I want this to be done correct. Like, I've seen a couple trailers that I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't really, like, the one with Snoop. She seemed dark. I want see, them to turn the lights on. They giving it the uh, what show? The shy treatment. Yeah, I want it's them getting to that shy treatment. On. Yeah, man. I I just want it to be good. Like the little part I saw with Snoop, and again, it could be one scene of many. I don't fucking know, but I didn't really like how Snoop was acting in the scene. It seemed very caricaturish, and it was just like even if he is playing, I think he playing like a pimp or something. I don't fucking know, but it just seemed like a joke. And I'm like, all right, man. I I, I want this show to be done well. And that scene didn't look like what I wanted it to look like. So I'm hoping that that was just like one of fucking, like I said, many scenes that we see that's going to be a lot fucking better. Um, final thoughts on fucking Kanan, man. Four straight episodes of Fire. I thought this shit was good. Uh, if we had to rate it, I'd get this episode a strong pair of woods. Um, I, I don't... I think that right now what they've been doing is just carrying the momentum. Every episode isn't necessarily getting better than the last one, but it's at least as good as the last one. And that goes a long fucking way with a show like this. Um, what would you rate this episode of Canaan? Dog? I'm giving it the woods. Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, if uncle Marvin dies, Rob, you a genius. If symphony dies, it's his fault. Um, he threw the little nugget out to, to rock that Marvin needs to stop doing or talking to the Tony chick from the club. That's the white girl. She working with the cops. If they don't go anywhere with that waste of space, we ain't need it. Um, I think it's cause she going to try to flip on rock. She's trying to tell on rock. Yeah. Yeah. She trying to get out of fucking trouble. So I need to tell on the big dog, but 
when Symphony said that shit to Rock, Rock made a face. I couldn't really read exactly what she was pulling out from the face. Like, on one hand, it felt like maybe she's like, oh, shit, I'm impressed with this nigga for even, like, paying attention and giving me that heads up. The other part of it sounded like she could have just been saying, eh. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just want that storyline to e either go somewhere or leave it the fuck alone, but don't keep bringing it up. Like, when they brought the white girl back last week, I literally said, all right, what's going to be the point? Now that they introduced the she working with the cops, make something happen. Because that could be the thing that throw us off. Maybe we sitting here thinking Omar Epps is going to arrest Rock or one of the fam. Might be one of these white cops. She need a plug. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're going to go, you might fuck around with the wrong people. Mm. Um, also curious to see, uh, and they showed her in the preview, Juliana, the, the store owner's wife who rock killed last week, they showed her face in the preview. So I'm curious to see like, if she steps into a bit more of a position in the fucking gang, man. And obviously curious to see if, uh, if the connect actually fucks with Raquel for real. Cause yo, I try to take out Omar Epps. I'm not working with the cops. I just proved that I need some drugs, fam. So, and then. I want to see what happened with Unique and this whole shit. Right now, Unique crude and been shot at 40 different fucking assassination attempts and niggas keep living. So so they about to, I mean, it's about to be a, a shootout next week. It's finna be a war next week, man. Interested to see what the fuck's going on. Definitely excited to see the BMF show. Uh, real quick, couple unrelated to the show things. I rewatched season four of Insecure over the weekend. I am very fucking excited for Insecure to come back in October, dog. Can't wait. October 24th, I think, was the date that they put up. Y'all already know we're going to be in our bag, so get ready. Um, We might give y'all a little recap episode or something like that. Uh, We're going to see Candyman. I'm going to see it again. Jay going to see it. We'll touch on it. If it's a separate pod, that's just going to be max 35 minutes. It wasn't that deep, but... Y'all let us know. Let us know what y'all thought about the episode of Canaan. Let us know what y'all thought about the pod. Hit us up This Week in Culture on all the socials. Send your Blackberry letters and your voice notes to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture, episode 182. We out.